This, this, this is the Cigar Authority. Put that coffee down. Coffee's for closers only. The authority on everything cigar. Respect my authority. Who got the lighter? In and out of the cigar industry with your hosts, David Garofalo. I'm here from downtown. I'm here from Mitch and Murray. And I'm here on a mission of mercy. Mr. Jonathan. He's confident, smart, witty, dynamic, a monster. And Chuck Morrison. This is a hard job. So I was working at McDonald's. It's time to light him up. It's time for the Cigar Authority. It's the Catalina wine mixer. It's about to get all stupid up in here. July 13th, 2013, live from Two Guys Smoke Shop in Seabrook, New Hampshire. And uh, this is uh, actually a, a tape version if you're uh, just getting it. We're taping it the week before because we are at the IPCPR, International Premium Cigar and Pipe Retailers Convention right now in Las Vegas. But this week we look at Cigar Journal Magazine. We smoke a new brand of cigars, um, two new brands of cigars, and uh, we're crazy about both of them, actually. Absolutely. Uh, we're taping here in New Hampshire, and um, we do have Old Far Freddy with us. Gentleman Chuck Morrison is here, and Mr. Jonathan. That's right. You are listening to The Cigar Authority, the only syndicated radio show in New England, the U.S., and yes, the world, that is always broadcast on location this week in Seabrook, New Hampshire, a two-guys smoke shop. And we are the only radio show that doesn't just allow smoking. We insist, we demand that you smoke right along with us. You can catch us on any of the seven syndicated radio stations currently picking us up on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. Or you can tune in right at thecigarauthority.com where you can watch us live or catch the podcast on demand at any time. You simply find us on iTunes where you can set it and forget it. And let's not forget about our good friends over at the Cigar Station. That's thecigarstation.com. Replaying our show twice on Sundays from 11 to 1 and... 11 to 1. I feel like we should have like a wardrobe change or something. At least you guys. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We're in the same exact clothes that you did last week. Remember the heat wave we had last oh, week? It was brutal. Crazy. Yeah. It so was glad a... that changed. <laughs> so Man. glad that's over with, right? Um, People are looking at us that didn't know that we just taped a show. So they're yeah. looking at us in the live audience. We just taped a show. This is airing next week. Uh, yeah. So, so, so it we're is pretending ju- like the heat wave's ju- over. We're gambling. Yeah. July 13th, and I made a lot of money on the on the craps table last night. I bet you didn't. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I bet you don't hit the craps table. Um, we are going to light up our first cigar of the day. This is a um, new brand that is being shown uh, today at the IPCPR trade show for the first time. It's called Icon. It's by Hammer and Sickle. And um, we're going to smoke the Churchill. This is a $9 cigar. And it's a double-banded, uh, white double-banded cigar you, with the hammer and sickle on the front of it. And, you know, uh, first thing I want to mention is uh, people have said about the, uh, the hammer and sickle. Geez, you know, uh, hammer and sickle, um, that's a Russian communist type of thing. He says, uh, I, don't, I don't like to buy into that. You know, I got a problem with that logo. And why do they do that? And it's uh, Eric Hansen uh, is the owner of the company. He owns hammer and sickle vodka. He is... Uh, um, a Russian himself, and um, this is a um, fitting monument to his hammer and sickle vodka, which is very good, and he came out with a hammer and sickle cigar. And uh, first off, Russia is not communist any longer, by the way. That is true. If those that don't know it. And the hammer and sickle insignia is not the symbol of communism. The star, the single star that, it, that doesn't exist on here, correct, mm-hmm. is what's missing, and that's the communist symbol. If you look at the um, Cuban flag, you'll notice one single star on the Cuban flag. That's communism. And 
if you will not smoke uh, a hammer and sickle because of the communism, but you like your Cuban cigars, Cuba is communist. You're actually supporting communism yeah. by smoking Cuban cigars. Because the money actually goes to them. Uh, the money goes to Eric Hansen with this, and uh, he's not communist at all. He's at a all. hell of a nice guy. Oh, my God, is he good. And uh, despite uh, him taking away one of our employees from us this week. We won't hold that against him. Um, so I want to say congratulations to Eric Wentworth. Yeah. Uh, Eric's been with us for about five years wow. uh, at Two Guys Smoke Shop and working for us, and uh, we've trained him very well. Yes. We trained him so good that the uh, manufacturer grabbed him and uh, asked him to go on board with them, and uh, apparently a lot more money, and good for him. He has a baby on their way, and yeah. congratulations to him. He's a good man, and uh, Eric Hansen's a good man, so we got two Eric's anyway. I don't know if he, he had to hire somebody named Eric, maybe. Probably. The, the difference is one is Eric with a C, the other one's Eric with a K. Yeah, yeah. So uh, Eric with the K is Eric Wentworth, and uh, he is now with Hammer and Sickle um, and answers directly to Eric. from. <laughs> That's true. Uh, and we'll see what his job consists of. They, they are a, an up-and-coming, growing company, and they're coming out with great stuff anyway. So his job could consist of anything from sweeping the floor to handling sales. It could be and anything in between. Yeah. Yep. You never know. And if he left us for sweeping the floors, I'll be very, uh, very I'd be hurt. Per- I'd, yeah. I'd give him a yeah. high five. Really? You're making more money sweeping floors? That's terrific. So uh, this is it, the icon. And um, he has come out with the regular hammer and sickle, which is in a glass box. They came out with the Moscow City, which is a marble box. Yeah. Then they came out with the... Uh, um, no, uh, Berlin Wall is the marble box. Okay, Berlin Wall. Moscow City is the pewter box. Made of pewter. And yeah. this one is what? What is this? This is a suede. This is like suede. A brushed suede. So they do whatever they can not to use any wood in anything that they do for no other reason than everybody else is doing it. Well, there is one that box that they made that they used wood on, and that's the Second Growth. But they didn't just use any wood. Second Growth is actually a different company. Is it? Yes. That is uh, an Eric Hansen's personal company. Where Hammer and Sickle is owned by all the Hammer and Sickle people. Oh, Clean the, Spirits. Yes. Mm. Okay. Uh, or Clint Tobacco. Okay, yeah. Or just Clint. K-L-I-N. So anyway, uh, Eric is a uh, guy up here in Lowell, Massachusetts, where he operates the Hammer and Sickle um, Vodka Company. And um, he was a customer many, many years ago and um, loved Davidoff Cigars. So uh, Hammer and Sickle cigars are actually made by Davidoff. Um, they make everything. And if you look at the quality of the cigars that he has come out with, you can see what a value they are. So we're looking at the Churchill size of this at $9. Okay, a Churchill uh, icon is a $9 cigar, and they go down from there in diff- different um, prices. And uh, we're gonna, I'm going to light this one up with the um, Vertigo Cyclone. This is the triple jet cyclone lighter uh, with the big tank, uh, three jets, and uh, with a price point that is unbelievable at $9.99. So uh, I'm loving it. And they have uh, all kinds of different lighters. I tend to go to this all the time because if I lose it, I don't feel bad. I, I put lighters down. I forget about them. You are notorious for that. And when I do it with a DuPont lighter or something like that, my heart is broken. <laughs> Uh, with this one, uh, somebody picked up a nice lighter for nothing that uh, I only pay $10 for, and it's not the end of the world. So, And uh, it's one of those lighters that really does take a beating. Chuck ran it through an entire washer-dryer cycle. Just a test. 
Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and it made it. And it made it. It lived through the test. You can, you can throw this in your golf bag. This is the killer right here. This is the kicker, is every single one of their lighters comes with a protective sleeve. This little, what is it, Kevlar or some crazy woven meshed yeah, it's a protector. Woven. But whatever yeah. it is, you know, it keeps the scratches off, keeps the dust out of the jets. But with three jets, you got plenty of power to push any of the dust out. I, I haven't had a single problem with mine. No. And I've, lit, I've lit hundreds of cigars with this lighter. I believe it. Big tank. Uh, tank lasts me a week. Oh, mine, yeah, actually, oh, mine goes longer than that. Yeah. And, I, and I've, like, I light a lot of cigars. I was going to say, how many, yeah, how many cigars a day is that? <laughs> I'm probably using one right now at the trade show that I'm at. Ooh. Again, this is being taped. Right. In Las Vegas is probably what I'm using, and I will smoke down there 100 cigars. Easy. Easy. So will you. I don't know right, about that. Right now, it's Saturday afternoon, and you are smoked out. I'll tell you right now. I'm going with, uh, I can probably do it without smoking that much. No. At the point that you stop tasting it, what's the point of smoking it? Well, I wish they, and I, and I had hoped a lot of these companies were bright enough to send me samples in advance for not only recognition on the radio show as we talked about it and smoked it, to get the word out and as... You're the buyer for one of the bigger companies that is going to be buying at that show. You would think they would send it in advance so you could take your time and actually uh, decide if you liked it or not. Yeah. Right. Because automatically the cigar isn't so good right now uh, Saturday afternoon after you've gone through so many cigars last night, all day yesterday, so many cigars from breakfast this morning, uh, uh, cigar breakfast this morning, all the way through to now it's... Uh, afternoon and you have had enough i promise you how do you how do you refresh your palate black coffee lettuce leaves uh brush your tongue lettuce leaves lettuce leaves Interesting. Uh, can you use celery because it's easier to carry in your pocket yeah can you use potato chips potato chips we did potato chips are a good palate cleanser orange soda uh i'm, I'm done with orange do you know orange juice has more sulfites in it than wine does really a preservative What's a sulfite? Sulfite's poison. Is it good? No. Does it taste good? Yes. I don't think so. So I, orange juice is bad for you. Orange juice is bad for so you. So what am I going to do, man? I think orange <laughs> juice is a good thing. So I'll, I'd go to orange juice before yeah, I'd have make a fresh your own. squeeze it. Make your it's own. good, but you buy it from the store. They got preservatives. So what it. do I eat and what do I drink? I got a problem here. I don't know what to eat and drink that would be healthy for me. I would say lay off the dairy and. Combine meats and vegetables or breads and vegetables and not meats and breads, and you'd be okay. Really? Yeah. So that vegetable sandwich thing you eat. Oh, it's awesome. I said no to it when you asked me, and then you ate the sandwich, and I said, I think I'll have one, and you said, oh, too late. Sorry, last one, buddy. Yeah. Should have taken my off. And it looked looked really good, although you had avocados in it and stuff, which I don't want any of that. Why not? I don't know. Avocados are very good for you. Oh, they're delicious, too. Really? Yeah. yeah. Avocados have a natural little garlic flavor in them. Why don't you get them at drive-thrus if they were so popular? Uh, because it's difficult thinking. to keep avocado fresh. Ah. That's why they don't have it at drive-thrus. All right. You've got a very small window. Once you've cut that avocado, you've got to use it up. A couple hours, it turns brown. Really? You want to keep your avocado green. This avocado salad. So, oh. Very, very smooth, relaxing cigar. A, it's not the first time I smoked it. 
I had a sample of this last year. I said, what a winner you got oh, if yeah. you put this out. And uh, he gave it to us right before the show. And uh, fabulous cigar. All right. Uh, I think it's going to be a big deal. This is the oddest flavor of the week ever. I don't know about ever. All right. Come on. Club Soda has a certain effervescence to it that I'm picking up in this. But if you were able to combine Club Soda's effervescence with a good, heavy cream, those two flavors going together would be the flavor combination of this cigar. Effervescent? Effervescence. Effervescent? Okay. Effervescent? All right, it's This Day in American Classic History, brought to you by Alec Bradley's American Classic Cigar, July 13th. Ladies and gentlemen, let's get ready to... Oh, that's right, I won last week. Oh. You've heard of Epic Rap I didn't just win, it was Come a on. shutout. Come on. For the epic We're not over that yet? It was a week ago. This Day <laughs> in American Classic History. He's looking at you, kid. Featuring Mr. Jonathan. It's in the hole! It's in the hole! Versus Chuck. Game over, man. Game over. Making mountains move. Morrison. Go ahead. Make my day. Brought to you by Alec Bradley's. American Classic Cigars. Alec Bradley American Classic Cigars are affordably priced and inspired by cigars popular in America in the early part of the 20th century. Mild to medium body blends of specially aged Nicaraguan long filler tobaccos. Celebrate today with an Alec Bradley American Classic Cigar. Mr. Jonathan won last week, so he will go first. This is uh, closest date without going over. Everybody said you cheated last week. I'm putting the paper way over here so Thank you don't you. look. Thank I don't you. even have to look. You, I can lose without looking. He has lost every time but last week, I believe. And uh, not only did you win last week, you killed it. I shut him out. Seven to nothing. Even the sun shines and a dog's tushy some days. Embarrassing. Embarrassing. I'm ready. I'm ready. You better be ready. He's going first, though. Did you study up, Chuck? I did, man. All right. July 13th. July 13th. Today is July 13th. And born this day is Harrison Ford, American actor, famous for his performance in Han Solo in the original Star Wars. Uh, Indiana Jones. He was in Blade Runner, Witness, Patriot Game, Presumed Innocent, The Fugitive. 1957. 1957, he says. 48. 48. Both years went over again. 1942. 42? You guys Uh, love to go over. God. All right, uh, Mr. Jonathan, you go next, right? Yeah. No. No. No, no, no. No, no, Don't cheat over there, Mr. Jonathan. It's Chuck. Chuck Morris, you ready? going right to his head. Yep, I'm ready. Okay, Cheech Martin. Yes. American actor. His real name, Richard Anthony Martin. Mexican-American. Comedian, actor, gained recognition in Cheech and Chong in the 70s with Tommy Chong. Eat the Reds, man. Eat the Reds. 1950. 1950, he says. I'm going with 48. 48. You're both over. 1946. Serious. Come on. God. It's rigged. Uh, Mr. Jonathan, it happened this day. U.S. patent number one. After 9,957 unnumbered patents for the locomotive wheel, the first patent was for the locomotive wheel. 
What year? I'm going with 1759. 1759. Going 1800. 1800. Chuck Morrison, 1836. Yeah, baby. Chuck Morrison gets one. We got a one to nothing right now so when the first sign went up as Hollywood Land, what year? Is it me or Mr. Jonathan? It's you. It's you. Uh, 1960. 1960, he says. I'm going with 1931. 1931, you would both be over. Are you kidding 1923. me? 1923. Oh, I went way wow. low on that one, too. Wow. So, Mr. Jonathan, New York City experiences a 25-hour blackout. Ooh. Where were you when the lights went out in New York City? What year? 1922. 1922. Oh, oh man. I'm gonna, I know it's way after this. I'm going to say 2000. 1977. Oh, 1922 man. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> that was a year before what? I was born. <laughs> I, I remember. Wasn't like the hu- a huge blackout in like 2010 in New York? Who Never cares? Who you cares? lose. No, this is the big one. 1977. 25 hours. Uh, we got a tie so far. Uh, who does this go to? Uh, it goes to Chuck. Chuck, you ready? Very gentlemanly. O.J. Yes. Simpson's charged with murder. Gives hair samples for testing. Today, what year? 94. 94, he says. We don't have to go any further. Boom. Chuck Morrison. Really? Gets two points. Wow. All right. So we have three to one. Mr. Jonathan, it goes to you. Cigar wins a record 16 straight wins. Cigar the horse. Tying citation oh. in 1940. Cigar wins the 16th straight win today. What year? 1989. 1989, he says. Without going over. 56. 1956. 89 would win. It was 1996. Oh. 1996. So you got that, Mr. Jonathan, I right? got that. Mr. There's jo- a picture of it on David's it's wall. It's 3 to 2 office. right now. It's 3 to 2. It is 3 to 2 is right. So this goes to Mr. Jonathan. Does it go to Mr. Jonathan? No, I think it goes to It goes, goes to, to Chuck. Chuck. Uh, this is the last one. Yep. So if you get this right, you win. Yep. If I get it wrong, he's got a chance to he's tie. He's got a chance to tie or it. Or nail it. Or nail it. Oh, or nail it for the win. Uh, George Steinbrenner died this day. American businessman and owner of the New York Yankees died of a heart attack at age 80. Today, what year? 2005. 2005, he says. I'm going in the year... 2000. 2010 would be correct. That would be Chuck Morrison would get that. And Chuck Morrison is our new champion. This day in American history brought to you by American Classic Cigars. Nice. So we have a new winner again. How was your reign of terror that whole week that lasted? Yeah, that was a long week, man. Yeah. A couple hours. (laughs) A couple minutes. A couple minutes in between. It was awesome. Boy, that was I'd like to thank list. all of the little people that helped me get to where I am. Oh, and I'll graciously concede to Gentleman Chuck Morrison for one more week. 
There we go. So uh, we have Redemption. a... Redemption. Where is that magazine? Do you have that magazine? Uh, yes, Eddie has it. Oh, we have it right the here. The Cigar Journal. This is the Cigar Journal. And Chuck, I don't know what time it really is because I'm looking at uh, a different time. It's but... about uh, 1220 right now. Okay. So um, this is Cigar Journal magazine. And uh, we've talked about it before. Years ago, it was European Cigar Journal. Yep. And later on, it turned into regular Cigar Journal. And uh, it's a bilingual publication. And um, the best thing about this particular cigar journal is page 121. Yeah, you were teasing that last week. We're not going to even. We're not even going to say what's on page 121. You're going to have to go there. And you're going to have to see it. That's like going to be that. the big reveal. You know what that's called in the radio business? Tease. A tease. It is a tease. There we go. There's no uh, Richard in front of it. It's just a tease. That's it. Um, it is. This is the summer 2013 edition. As I say, it is bilingual. So you would think, uh, what, Spanish and English? No. It is Dutch and English. Dutch and English. Uh, the cover has A.J. Fernandez on it. He's the San Latano guy. Yep. All their covers now have cigar liberties. It is the Cigar Journal. The word cigar is gigantic, unlike other magazines that have a little word cigar and a big something because else. Because they're all about the cigars. This is all about the cigars. It is a true cigar magazine and a nice-looking, glossy, beautiful magazine and paying homage to cigar people. Um, uh, an invitation to, um, inside it was an invitation to Alec Bradley's Palm Las Vegas party, where they expect 2,500 people there. That party is tomorrow. Are you going? Oh, right, because we're at the trade show. We're at the trade show. Uh, yes. Yes, he says yes with a I question guess. mark. Um, so as I go through the magazine, there's lots of uh, Davidoff in here, lots of Oliva for brands that you know in this country that are there. They're spotlighted a lot in here, uh, obviously big over in Europe, where uh, a lot of this information comes from. Um, also in it is a section in here on smoky spirits, um, the right cognac to go to with cigars. Everything is about cigars. Even if they're talking about cognac, it's what's the right one to go along with a cigar. Um, ratings inside here. No, there is not one or two tasters, the guys that um, write the articles. You have ten different tasters ranking the cigars. Five stars plus a one through a hundred. So two different ways that they're rating cigars in here. So looking through the magazine as I went through... I saw um, the top cigar rated in there in this issue is the Zeno Platinum, the New York Vibe, the New York uh, editions that we have there. The Make, they're calling it. Okay. Huh. Um, the Bellicoso in particular is uh, rated 95 and gets four and a half stars. It's pretty, you know. Is there a distinction between what the stars mean and what the numbers mean? Not that I know of. Yes, there is. I don't, I don't know exactly how that uh, Colin, who is one of the writers in here, will see him down there because they're going to give the award ceremony for their awards. We, we do a Cigar of the Year at the beginning of every year, as most people do. They do theirs in the middle of the year. I'm hoping that one of the categories is the, the long-awaited Cigar Radio Show Sidekick, and I'm hoping to win it. Really? Yes. The Sidekick. Uh, yeah, it's interesting you call yourself a sidekick. Well, I was the co-star. And then I think I was stripped of that title somehow. And so now I'm sidekick. You were, the, pro- you were the producer and you quit your job. <laughs> Those that don't remember how this went down, I don't forget. But there's people out there that maybe are new to the show and don't realize yeah. that you quit. I gave my resignation. 
And then you said, can I sit on one of the shows? And you that sat is not down, how it worked. And you haven't left That is since. not how it worked. You were a little bit struggling by yourself, and I came back to just help for a couple of shows, and then I never left. All right, so you're a team player. You I'm a help. team player. All right. I, and you'll notice, you'll remember, I gave two weeks' notice. I stayed on for six. And I can't thank you And then en- another two. And I can't thank you enough. Puppy dog stuff, right? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> David, you're speaking his language. A little, last week, a little last week reference there. If you, you missed last week's show. And I remember it oh so well. Yeah. And I've been, I've been doing it ever See, since. paying attention to the gentleman's way. That's it. Um, so... Um, <clears throat> First ratings of Davidoff uh, Clubhouse Edition, the Masters Davidoff Masters the Clubhouse. Clubhouse. Uh, yeah. I haven't seen a rating of this yet until I, I've seen it in there. So they're right on top of the game that's happening here. And a magazine is tough because they have to go through the publishing and everything that right. happens. So they can't be so, so incident. But here it is at a 91 rating. That was a great cigar. Also, one seems a little low. Yeah, I agree. Cheese. 91. If I thought a great one rating, is a little was, low. So, so if you got a 91 I score... Ticked in off. school, you'd be mad? If I deserved a 94 or a 95 or a 96? Yeah. Really? Okay. I thought a, I, I think anything in the, that starts with a 9 is pretty – if the best you're going to do is 10. How many stars do they get? You know, I didn't look. Okay. Uh, first rating um, for Casa de Fuego, Primus Red. Now, I don't even know what this is. I got a feeling we're finding out what that is at the trade show. So why I'm mentioning this is they're actually ahead of us. I don't even know what this is. But they're giving this also a 91, but it's a $24 cigar that we don't even know about. Casa de Fuego. I wonder if it's um, Jesus Fuego. Hmm. House, of, House of Fuego, right? Or House Cas- of Fire. Fuego is fire? Yeah. Are you sure? Jesus Fuego is Jesus Fire, right? It's in Fuego. It's on fire. Oh, really? I don't know that. Okay. We're getting the yes. We're getting the nod. All right. We got the nod from Ed. He knows. Okay. Wow. Jesus Fuego is Jesus fire? We've gone over this on the show. Really? I was listening. I was waiting to talk or whatever was happening there. Um, first Cuban cigar rated. So wow. They're, they're rating cigars. So as, as it goes down, usually I see in other publications, the Cubans right at the top. Now, remember, there's a European publication that... Um, has access to every single cigar everything. legally yeah. and everything. So they rate everything. So how far down before I got to the first Cuban cigar, it was the ninth cigar down. Okay. Nine, nine deep, and it was Cohiba Maduro. Um, second Cuban cigar rated didn't come in until the 21st as a Hoya de Monterey. Wow. The wow. lowest rated... Uh, cigar of all was a Rafael Gonzalez Cuban cigar, lowest rated cigar of all. One interesting cigar I saw in there, and, and I've read it in their magazines a lot, uh, is a cigar brand called Flora de Salva. S E L V A, Salva. Selva. Selva. Uh, Maya Selva, which is the lady who owns the brand, is uh, mentioning on here she is launching her cigar in the U.S. after all these years. Wow. Um, I've heard nice things about her, and that the cigar is very good. Never had it, uh, but she's launching it, and she's starting in California where her U.S. distribution is going to happen. So we'll see that this week at the trade show, too. Pay attention to it. I don't know much about it, but I know it gets tremendous ratings for years and years. It's been around for a while. It's finally getting launched in the United States, so there's something to look for. They have a collector's corner in this issue, which is... um, a great, great article um, on 
regular is extraordinary. Um, usually, rare cigars in limited editions is what is done in this section of this uh, collector's corner. But this time, it's aged classic, something new. So they get a, uh, a classic cigar that they aged, not necessarily a limited release or anything like that, just a regular classic cigar that's been a while. And then they actually go through years as the cigar matures. Very, very interesting. Actually, the, ma- the whole magazine is very, very interesting. Of the, This is something I'll read cover to cover. Oh, yeah. Dave, you mentioned English and Dutch. Yeah. According to our Canadian source, that would be Rudy in the chat box. He says it's English and German. It's noting that their website has two options, to view it in German or to view it in English. Which the yeah, the uh, pronunciation in German, they it's Deutsch. That's German. D-E-U-T-S-C-H? Yeah. Deutsch. Deutsch. That's German? That's yeah. German. I stand corrected. <laughs> I thought that was Dutch. <laughs> it's Deutsch. Deutsch. Dutch would be D-U-T-C-H, Dutch. But they do speak German in Holland, which is Dutch country. So that's German. It's a German different dialect, but yeah, that's German. Yeah. Is it a different dialect of German, a German-Dutch combination type no, of thing? No, that's German, Deutsch, German. Really? I didn't know that. You learn what, something new every day. What is their money called? Who's? The Euro? The Germans. Euro. Yeah, the Euro. They're on the Euro. It's not the Deutsch? No. Deutschmarker. Oh, used to, used to be. be. Deutschmarker. That's, that's why that's the confusion. Ah. How could that be the confusion? If the German dollar was the Deutschmark, that would give you a clue that it's German. No clue. No clue. You just <laughs> You just said it like it clarified something. Hey, and it be... actually did. It did that Deutsch is German. Deutschmarker. <laughs> I saw that on Hogan's Heroes. <laughs> Yet another TV show that hasn't been on since my, my, 1981. My whole, my whole knowledge of the germ of German language and of Germany is Hogan's Heroes. <laughs> That's all I got. I see nothing. I see nothing. I hear nothing. Um, what else do I want to tell you about this? Yeah, so they, they go through the aging of a cigar and how it changes. And uh, Colin um, Gainley, the writer... Um, has taken these cigars 10 years old and gone through them year after year and said, here's what ended up changing. So a remarkable thing that a regular person can't do or didn't do, and if you're going to do it, you're going to have to take a cigar, buy a box of cigars today, smoke it, write down what you think. Next year, go through it. 10 years from now, tell me what you think. He already did it. What was the cigar? Uh, Different cigars. Did Did it on different cigars. So he bought a box of cigars for a couple different... No, he bought multiple boxes of cigars and did it to multiple brands and said what happens to them as they change. Wow. So really cool. Uh, He tracks uh, a box for six years and writes down the changes. Uh, you got to read it. you got to read it. Very, very interesting. Uh, Also, there's a write-up in here of the CAO of Davidoff, Hans Christian Hogard. Uh, you met him uh, when we went to New York, Hans Christian. Yeah, yeah. He was there. Uh, he is the president of Davidoff Global. Uh, nice, nice man. And um, I will have, um, tomorrow I will have breakfast with him. Once a year I have breakfast with him. Time watch, which, man. Which will be tomorrow. He drives a DeLorean, bro. Yes, he does. Uh, also, the enemies of tobacco. What is the enemies of tobacco? You would think the government. I immediately think yep. the government. It is black shank, blue mold. 
mm. and the worms that go inside tobacco leaves. All so right. they talk all about that. And the government. And the government. And the government. So th- this is this issue. Uh, it is all about cigars. You want a magazine all about cigars? It's not going to tell you. It uh, doesn't have any set of folds inside of it. It doesn't have um, any Learjets or any um, fancy watches or anything like that. It's all about cigars. It's the place you want to go to if you're a true cigar geek and you want to get your geek on. You go to the Cigar Journal. Okay. Uh, before we go to break, I want to mention, text the word cigars, C-I-G-A-R-S, to 96362, and get in our text. We said we were going to work on a prize. We didn't. But anyway, get on it, because when we do, we'll just shuffle those names up, and we'll give a prize to it. So, uh, we'll so you're automatically entered into text our prize words. bank of texting, and we will text you when you win. So text the word cigars to 96362. When we come back, we're in Las Vegas right now at the IPCPR. We're going to tell you what's happening right now with more cigars. We get the inside scoop now of the cigars that are going to be there. We got Old Far Freddy here with us. News from the asylum. We get Debonair with Chuck Morrison. We're live at Two Guys Smoke Shop in Seabrook, New Hampshire on tape. And you're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. Mr. Jonathan, a shadowed figure spinning tunes on records that do not exist. Mr. Jonathan, a young cigar smoker on a crusade to champion the oldies, top 40, and yes, even country, with a host of DJs that operate above the mix. Mr. Jonathan is my dance instructor. Mr. Jonathan is my DJ. Mr. Jonathan is me. Mr. Jonathan is my DJ.com, your one-stop shop for everything DJ and sound production. Mr. Jonathan is my DJ.com. It's an exquisite day here at the Jensen Estate patio overlooking the 13th green. And we're underway. Jim Jensen has chosen his favorite stick. The Diamond Crown Number 4 by J.C. Newman. See the way he holds the cigar, Tom? Mm -hmm. Excellent balance and heft. Ooh, he's eyeing the silky Connecticut Shade Wrapper. Fermented twice for the smoothest, richest flavor. And hand-rolled by the Fuente family with a blend of six to seven distinct Dominican and Caribbean basin tobacco leaves. Each lovingly aged for at least five years. Oh, now Jensen's lighting up the Diamond Crown. He's got a precision burn, Tom. Mm, those highly complex flavors with hints of dark chocolate really deliver, Bill. Yes, like all cigars in J.C. Newman's premium diamond crown line. That'd be the highly rated Maximus and the Julius Caesar. Ah, now Jensen's settling in, rolling the rich smoke through his nose. Look at the satisfaction on his face, Bill. Oh, a thing of beauty, Tom. Experience the premium diamond crown brand by J.C. Newman at select retailers or diamond crown lounge near you. Find us on Facebook at J.C. Newman Cigar Co. or visit diamondcrown.com. You're listening to David Garofalo and Mr. Jonathan on the Cigar Authority. And they wanted me to tell you about the Cigar Station. It's the world's first 24-7 radio station, custom programmed for cigar smokers and lovers of the good life. Enjoy cool tunes from familiar artists. Everyone from Van Morrison, Phil Collins, and Dave Matthews to Paul Simon, Sade, and Tony Bennett. 
and stay informed with Cigar College, Cigar News and Reviews, and Smoke Breaks, interviews with cigar-loving celebrities and industry personalities. Give us a listen. The Cigar Station at thecigarstation.com. When you light a Davidoff cigar, you set aglow the richest tradition of cigar making in the world. You release craftsmanship achieved by our investment in that most precious of commodities, time. The time it takes to create a Davidoff cigar as it passes through 600 hands before it arrives in yours. The time it takes to age and mature the tobacco which fills a Davidoff cigar, sometimes as much as 10 years. The time it takes to hand-pick, hand-roll, and then carefully hand-check each individual cigar before it is fit to wear the legendary Davidoff white band. In every second of enjoyment, there are decades of experience. In every way, it is time beautifully filled. Walking in, you're greeted with the aroma of friendship. You move to the humidor and reach into the hallmark molded steel box, retrieving the only cigar worthy of such elegant protection. Your cut is meticulous. The light, easy, and full. Your taste buds are immediately inundated with a barrage of wood and rare spice flavors, all finished with a trademark plume of smoke. Moscow City Series from Hammer and Sickle. Live well. Brothers, please. Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> DJ Jazzy Jeff, still one of the top DJs in the world. Nice. If his name he, is DJ, of course he was going to stick around being a DJ, right? You'd hope so. It was just a natural. His he was name born is that way. Jeff. Oh. DJ Jazzy Jeff. So your name is Mr. Well. Actually, as of last night, my DJ name became DJ Sugarbean. I saw that on your Facebook page. A week ago. A week ago. A week ago, yeah, that's <laughs> a week ago. <laughs> We're talking about Cigar Journal, and, uh, you know, I, I, I flipped through it as we went to break. I had to go through page 88 before I got to any story that anything that had not to do with tobacco or cigars, all the way to 88, and uh, it was about a barbecue in South Africa, fascinating story with recipes and all that stuff, a little food section type of thing. But who doesn't love smoking and eating at the same time? Mm. Right. It's Very interesting, best. though. You'll be interested in that because it's like good foods and stuff. It's not barbecue like, you know, what you would think. Uh, it's, it's South African barbecue. Um, and then right back to cigars right after that. And um, one of the cigar aficionado... Um, writers that used to write for Cigar Aficionado for many, many years, now is with Cigar Journal, James Suckling. And, um, and he has an article in there where he worries about Cuban cigars, the decline over the decade, and why. Another very interesting article. Hmm. Uh, this is, like, as a cigar shop owner, this is an awesome magazine. Um, you know, I, I wonder if it's a little over the head of a regular um, cigar person, just, you know too much information or whatever it is, but if you're a cigar geek, I'd say you get all over oh, this yeah. thing. Uh, it's, not the, it's not like 101. It's, it's you know, 201. Yeah, it's an advanced degree. Yeah, it's advanced. It's an advanced magazine. Um, then you get the page, which you uh, kind of hinted to or whatever fancy word there was to hinting. I alluded. Or teasing, alluded. Yeah. Uh, page 121. It's the best page. 
It is the best page. Uh, it's a little deeper in than I would have liked to to seen uh, the little uh, thing on the Cigar Authority. Oh, you let the cat out Come of the bag. On. I wanted people to just flip to it and find it themselves. Stop, watch, and listen to the Cigar Authority, page 121. Uh, so why, why do I like this magazine so much? Because they wrote about us? No. <laughs> <laughs> were, I like the magazine for legitimate big, reasons. You were a big fan of them before they wrote about you. 148 pages uh, packed with cigar news and information. Very informative. Classy publication. No jets, no million-dollar watches, no centerfold girls or cartoons. Just the best publication for folks that really want to know about cigars. That's the Cigar Journal. If you want to find a copy of them or where to get them, Go to cigarjournal.co. C-O. Not, not .com. Or .co. .co? No, not .co. .co. C-O, right. What's .co then? Don't worry about it. Yeah, www.cigarjournal.co. <laughs> I, Chuck had that look in his face. Is, it that, is, is there a such thing as .co and it's well, different than .co? It, it, it's a behind-the-scenes, behind-the-curtain behind joke where we were cutting a commercial and, and, and someone read it as .co. It's .co. That's how you say it, right? That's how you say it. All right. I don't know about this radio jargon that Chuck knows about. He's an expert. Well, and you don't say .com either. Right. That's true. It's .com, right? Right. And And this is .co. Do you really need to say www.? No. No. Is there anything else? No. Is there anything else? There's a lot of things else. There's other things besides www. No, there's nothing else. It's, that's it. Then the World Wide to. Web. WWW stands for World Wide Web. Dot. So but you what, don't have to do it. What other web? You don't have to do it. I know you don't have point. to enter it. And you but don't have to read it when you're doing a commercial. Why would they start off with www. Dot if you didn't need it to begin with? Because maybe back in the day you needed it. Maybe they, Was there another web? Maybe. The mini web? <laughs> maybe there was a mini web. There was the dirt web. I don't know. Before well, you used to have to put www, it didn't work. I yes. know. Computers were getting confused with spider web and yes. with the World Wide Web. And there we go. There's the answer right now. We are at the 81st annual IPCPR convention, International Premium Cigar and Pipe Retailers Convention. Oh, in George the... Padron just walked by. No, Look he didn't. And, uh, right there. That's at the Sands Convention. George! Yeah. <laughs> want to come talk to us for a second? No? He doesn't want to. Uh, it's running July 13th to July 17th with the days in advance. Uh, no, we're, we're, um, we're in the Seabrook store taping a show. Um, <laughs> Instead oh, that of, wasn't George. No. I'm so embarrassed. I'm so sorry, sir. Instead of being at the Venetian Hotel in Las Vegas. Padron Cigars are right there. Just slide over. They, they there are. you go. They are. Um, what's happening actually today um, is you should be at an FDA meeting um, for finding out what's happening with FDA trying to control cigars. Mm-hmm. Also, later on, uh, probably in about an hour or so, is a meeting on social media. Maybe you want to catch that. Sure. After that is something I want you to catch, which reminds me, um, credit card processing. It's a thing on credit card processing tobacco products. There's an issue. We know we've been slammed on it. Oh, my God. Uh, I have a letter with me. I saw that. No, you didn't. You sent me a picture of it. Oh, I sent you a picture. Okay, good. Beautiful. We already knew that was coming. Really? That, That particular one, yes. We have to do something to the credit card processing company within 30 days. Is what it said. Did you read it? You saw it the said they were debiting. They were taking it out. No, they, no, no. That wasn't that. It was that. a different one then. Nope. Okay. This is something with a credit card processing that we went through last year. All right. Remember when they shut the credit card yeah, off? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here we are again. Okay. Is it the same company? 
No, we have a different company. We no, quit. but is it the same company that we – The I'm saying it. Is it MasterCard again? No, it's the credit card processing company. Right, I don't know who it thing. was. All right. Uh, but this is an important thing, and I don't know what's going on, so you should be at that to find out that. I can't be there because I sit on the board of directors, and I have a nine-hour board of directors meeting that day. I'm going to miss all this stuff, so you're my go-to guy. i got to go and take notes. Listen, I think the FDA is important. I want you to do it. Social media, yeah, we'll learn what can, we can build our company up, but this, this credit card processing thing is the important thing. Muy importante. It is. That's Dutch for uh, do it or I'll kill you. Uh, later on is a bourbon tasting and cigar pairing, um, which you can go to if you like or not. I'm not interested in myself. Ugh. That's limited to 200 people. The other one's as many people as you want, but that's limited to 200, and we don't even want to go to it. Yeah, I'm okay. Uh, but tonight is the opening gala, and the opening gala uh, is where you'll see all the manufacturers, and you have a cigar with them, and you see everybody that's there, and everybody says, come to my booth tomorrow, because the trade show opens tomorrow. Um, but before we go to the trade show, we have an opening breakfast with Iron Mike Ditka. <laughs> is his nickname Iron? That's what it said. Yeah. Is it? I, th- I think it I, is. I think, I think it was Iron Mike Tyson, and then it was just Mike Ditka. Do you know who Mike Ditka is? He was the uh, coach for someone. Yep. Uh, hang on. Cowboys? Nope. Ravens. Right sport. Was it the Bears? It was the Bears. The oh, Bears. See? The Bears. Saturday Night Live, remember? The uh, Bears. No. Nope. You were too young. Anyway, he's going to be there as the guest speaker. I, I have actually been to a uh, an engagement with uh, Davidoff where he was the guest speaker, and he was awesome. And he swore and everything. He was st- slamming his hands down. Love it. Very exciting. He is the coach of all coaches. Actually, good for you to see how a coach acts because you're a coach to the other employees. I love slamming my fist and swearing. There we go. <laughs> As opposed to say thank you and be the puppy dog. Good I job. say thank you too. Good he wasn't. A, he wasn't the puppy dog, right? Mr. Jonathan was. Yeah, but Mike no, this guy, this Mike guy Dicker was, a goldfish. was a goldfish. Oh yeah, he was a goldfish. Three hundred exhibitors. You have to go see every one of them. Over fourteen hundred booths. Fourteen hundred booths. That's a lot. You got three and a half days to do it. No problem. No problem, he says. No problem. Okay. Okay. That's what we have to deal with, and uh, we'll see what ends up happening there. We're okay with time, Chuck? Oh, yeah, buddy. All right. I don't know what's going on you'll here. Hear, you'll hear the bumper. All right. I had mentioned uh, last week's show that we have released 50 tickets for the anniversary party. Two Guys Smoke Shop 28th anniversary party. It happens September 25th. So by now, there's probably only 10 tickets left. Nope. There it's is been a, a week. Yeah, it's been a week, but it's only been minutes, so we have 50 tickets. <laughs> but it really has been a week yep. since you're hearing this show. Right. So there's probably only 10. So those that don't know what, what happens is uh, Two Guys Smoke Shop, we have the business I own, the business you run um, up here in New Hampshire, and I don't care where you're coming from or, or watching or listening to. Uh, this is an event a, uh, that, that people come from all over to. Yeah, Ben and Jerry had... Yeah, Jerry. Jerry from Ben & Jerry's yes. came up and all the different cigar manufacturers. But it is not a trick-or-treat type event where you go around from table to table or anything. This is a sit-down dinner with uh, 400 of your closest friends. And as you come in, you'll get 15 uh, great cigars, every manufacturer trying to outdo the others. So it's not a hodgepodge of crappy cigars they're looking to get rid of by any means because the owner of the company is actually there. As you get in, you'll get the 15 cigars. You go to a cocktail hour. After the cocktail hour opens, the doors open to the main ballroom where all 400 people come flying in. You guys saw it. It's awesome. You grab a seat wherever you want to sit. 
and um, you can sit with the manufacturers if you if you choose to. You can sit with your friends, uh, find a seat fast. Um, there'll be a live band, comedians, and a sit-down dinner with a five-course dinner that's going to happen. And if that wasn't enough, um, at the end of the night, somebody walks out with a DeLorean. The DeLorean motor vehicle, which uh, you saw in Back to the Future in 1985, 9,000 automobiles were produced. This one is the five-speed, the rarest of the bunch, uh, the same one that was used in the Back to the Future movie. Uh, Also, this vehicle only has 10,000 original miles on it. It is as pristine as could be. I have it in my garage at home, and um, I wipe it down with a diaper every day. (laughs) This thing is... Pampers? Cloth diaper. Okay. Cloth. And I take care of this as it was my own because it is my own. And I'm going to give it away that day. And is this one of your backup diapers, like when you go on long trips? or no, Why do you have diapers? I don't. I'm just, it's just a cloth. <laughs> I was very confused. Yeah. <laughs> a little taken aback by that realization. Uh, but it is, a, uh, it is a great event to be at and um, well worth your money, I guarantee you. And uh, we do it every year in celebration of our anniversary uh, to say thank you to our customers. That's what it's about. It's a thank you. You will uh, get more than your money's worth. It is obviously funded by the manufacturers who are thanking me for buying their cigars and paying my bills and doing everything. So it's a thank you to me, and I pass that thank you on to my customers. So it's a trickle-down effect of good. Reciprocity. right? That's what we try to do. And uh, the vehicle is is cool. Let me tell you, we've had people uh, working in uh, my house lately, uh, the new house we just got, and there's the vehicle that's there. And let me tell you, they take pictures in front of it, and oh, my God, look at this thing. And um, this is the uh, the DeLorean. It only came out uh, between two years, 1981, 1982. This is the one with the wing doors that open up on the, on the uh, sides, the Back to the Future vehicle. This is it. So I thought it was cool to get the vehicle anyway. The, the thing that... Um, why it connected into Two Guys Smoke Shop is we opened Two Guys Smoke Shop in 1985. And in 1985, the movie Back to the Future turned the DeLorean in the, into the icon that it is today. Yeah. The vehicle came out in 81, 82. It was already out of business by then. There's a long story to what happened there, and that's Mr. <laughs> DeLorean. <laughs> He was never convicted. Nice. In fact, never he was, convicted. He was uh, exonerated, exonerated yes, he was. of all charges having to do with... <laughs> products that was that was big in the 80s big yeah so yeah apparently they found a big block of uh cocaine in uh one of the doors and it wasn't his or so they say so they say but um that was the end of delorean motor motor vehicles that was it and uh people that had them held on to them it's stainless steel it's a stainless steel body some people have painted over it oh don't do that the whole idea of this thing is the stainless steel um, Any this, other stainless steel cars come out since then? No. And this stainless steel one that I have has never seen a drop of rain. That's the best. Now, I don't know why it hasn't seen a drop of rain, because it's stainless steel and it shouldn't matter at all. But the since guy that sold it to me said it's never seen a drop of rain, and he was going to take it to me one day, and he says, it looks like it's going to rain. Let's hold off till tomorrow. <laughs> and I said, well, I don't care. And he goes, it's never seen rain. So I have kept it to that. Same thing for whatever reason, but everybody else did, so 
You may you know, as well. Let me hand it over to him. The problem is if it rains the day we're giving it out, it's going to get rained on because we're bringing it there. That'll we be do- the announcement. Today is the first day it's ever seen rain. Right. And at the end of the event, and we do an elimination, it's a fun way that the, the night goes. And, and let Unless me tell you. you get eliminated. Even if you get eliminated, you get a chance to get back in. All right. We do something that, that happens in there. But at the very end, somebody gets handed the keys. We sign the papers over to them. They leave with a DeLorean. I know what you're saying. You're saying, I don't want a DeLorean. If I want it, I don't even want it. Believe me, there's guys with big bankrolls that will be there to make a deal with you. Before you even leave, before I sign it over to you, somebody, and it may be me, may offer you a lot of money. And you've seen I've done it. I've done it. It's a pretty cool car. I wouldn't mind keeping it. I don't know why you needed 10,000 gallons worth of gas, but you needed it for whatever reason. Right. So uh, that's what I got there. Chuck, I'm confused with the time. We got like three minutes, bud. Okay, we got three minutes. Um, What I want to talk about right now is close but no cigar. You've heard the expression. I have. Where does it come from? Um, Book. It comes from a book? Yes. I'm going with Mark Twain. So you went with the book also. No, just going with the writer, Mark Twain, coined the phrase, close but no cigar. It came from the days of the carnivals. Ah. And remember, what is that thing that they would uh, slam down to make the uh, bell yeah, go up? Yeah, 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 yeah like the, the weight, weight thing. thing. Yeah. The weight thing. That's what I was going <laughs> with, the weight thing. Um, I don't know what it's actually called, but... Um, you slam strong, it. It's a strongman competition is yeah. what it is. You slam it, and it goes up. If it was to hit the bell, yeah. they would win a prize. Yeah. Now, that wasn't oh. for kids to play. That was for adults to play, and the prize would be a cigar. And every time it went up and it didn't quite hit the bell, they would say, close, but no That's cigar. That's where it came from. And that's where it came from. There you go. So I have this ridiculous that is, information. That is the best piece of useless information that you've come up with to date. Totally. Oh, to I, date. I, that's, that's awesome. And that's as, as good as it gets. Close, but no cigar. That's where it came from. Because it's always used, and you're always like, well, where did it come from? It I've makes never, no logical sense. I've never once asked that question, but I, yet I'm still glad that I now know where it came from. Well, when we come back, I'm going to tell you about a joke, a practical joke from a president that did it with a cigar practical joke with a cigar from a president. I'll tell you about that. We also have news from the asylum. Really weird news you got coming up. Yep. Gentleman Chuck Morrison gets debonair. And uh, we get a visit from Old Fire Freddy yet again. And I'm going to go through some cigars that are coming up. So uh, that and lots more. So stick around, everybody. We're going to give you that and lots more when we come back. We are taping from Seabrook, New Hampshire right now. We are at the IPCPR trade show in Las Vegas. And next week, we're going to come with all the real information of what we saw there. But we're going to tell you in advance when we come back. So stick around, everybody. You're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. And when you're smoking your hammer and sickle icon, please keep the lid end out of your mouth.
This is David Garofalo of Two Guys Smoke Shop, and we're proud to say Two Guys is the largest family-owned cigar retailer in America. I've been there many times before, David. It's true. It is stogie heaven. Two Guys has three locations, all conveniently located off Exit 1 and all right over the Taxachusetts border in New Hampshire. Take Route 93 to Salem, Route 95 to Seabrook, or Route 3 to Nashua, because for cigars, every highway leads to Two Guys Smoke Shop. Two Guys Rock. There's no cigar tax or sales tax in New Hampshire, and coincidentally, we have built three glorious cigar shops right over the border. Coincidentally, huh? It's no accident, and just one of the reasons Two Guys is the largest cigar retailer in America. Two Guys Rock. Two Guys Rock. With a billion choices, it's Another reason could be our cigar selection. Again, the biggest and best, I'm proud to say. Make the pilgrimage to Two Guys Smoke Shop in tax-free Salem, Nashua, or Seabrook, New Hampshire. Or find them on the web at twoguyssmokeshop.com. It's stogie heaven. You like Robusto, I'll take a Toro. You like Oscuro, I'll take Maduro. You like Perfecto, I'll take Torpedo. Sit back, relax, it's Two Guys time. Okay, people, we've just been awarded the Brickhouse Ad Account. Now, this cigar was named Best Bargain Cigar of 2009 by Cigar Aficionado, got a 91 rating, plus it's the hottest cigar on the market. So, we need an award-winning slogan. He's a brick. <laughs> what about, it's not your grandfather's cigar? Ah, it's been done. Next. How about good to the last draw? Ah, something original, people. You deserve a brick today? Now, who are you? Do you even work here? Excuse me, sir. Am I to understand that every Brickhouse cigar is built with all the flavor and quality of the premium cigars of yesteryear? Yesteryear? Really? That's right, Bixby. But yeah, it costs around five bucks each. Indeed? Well, sir, people don't really need a slogan. They don't? No, sir. Then what do they need? Five bucks and a comfortable chair. Five bucks and a comfortable chair. Genius! Meet the perfect cigar to share with friends. Brickhouse by J.C. Newman. Handmade in Nicaragua with a fine Havana Subido wrapper. Brickhouse starts out earthy and crisp and burns well-rounded and smooth. Nothing stands the test of a good time like a Brickhouse. For more, visit BrickhouseCigars.com. All right, listen up. If you've been feeling stuck in life, unmotivated, procrastinating, and just flat-out frustrated with the same old results and routines, consider this your wake-up call. The fact of the matter is you control your destiny, not your boss, your company, the government, or anyone else outside of yourself. With responsibility comes power. My name is Chuck Morrison, owner and founder of MakingMountainsMove.com. Since 2009, I've been helping ordinary people from around the globe achieve extraordinary results. Authors, app developers, business owners, speakers, trainers, coaches, all just ordinary people until they plugged into the Triple M movement. Now it's your turn. This is about unleashing your legacy. If you've ever had that calling, that burning desire to raise your game and start living life at a higher level, the wait is finally over. End the frustration. Crush the procrastination. Say goodbye to fear, doubt, and worry forever. Check out the fastest growing movement inside the personal development industry. Check out Making Mountains Move.
In a world where the success of a cigar brand is recognized by its flavor, comes two that go head-to-head. One man smoking two cigars at the same time. Two rappers united in name, but separated by taste. One cigar known as the natural. The natural is no lightweight. It boasts full flavor in taste. The United Cigar Natural. Now comes the Maduro. Darker and even more bolder. With in-your-face flavor. United Cigar. Nothing could prepare you for what awaits you in the box. Both box-pressed. Both 65 million years in the making. Uh, that may be wrong. Well, I'm going with it anyway. Action. Adventure. And bromance. That's right. Bromance. United Cigar. Available in natural or Maduro. Available only at appointed United Cigar retailer shops nationwide. Rated D for delicious. Under 18, not admitted even with a parent. United Cigars. You don't have to choose. Smoke them both. This is the Cigar Authority. You're either in or you're out right now. The simple fact is, it's no laughing matter. The authority on everything cigar. It's like fishing with dynamite. In and out of the cigar industry. Are you smoking yet? This is probably the best thing that's ever happened to us. With your hosts, David Garofalo. I promise I'll do better at this job than I did on the SATs. Mr. Jonathan. I'm ready. I'm walking tall. I've been earning and burning, snapping necks, cashing checks. And Chuck Morrison. Now he's used to Big group, so make them feel like there's a crowd here. It's time to light them up. It's time for the Cigar Authority. Well, if you learned anything today, it won't be the truth. Hour number three. Imagine uh, this is hour number four. Four, Going into four, yeah. Going bottom of the fourth. Imagine people do this like real pros that, um, you know, like a Howard Stern does a four-hour show every day. Holy yeah. God! Didn't was it Opie and Anthony that used to do regular terrestrial yes. radio, yeah. Yeah. and then they'd call in on their cell phones on the way to the radio station to, to do another four, another four hours on satellite, yeah. or vice versa. However, it worked that? out eight yeah. hours a day. Nope, no way. These are people that talk. They literally could talk about anything for any amount of time forever. I wonder if they could do four hours on cigars. <sighs> four hours on cigars. That's the, that's the problem that we. Have, have squeezed our thing into a small cigars amount. are a serious problem all around. You got to keep them humidified. They've got to be climate controlled. You eventually run out of stuff to talk about. I mean, it's a leaf for crying out loud. It's rolled up. The good news is this is the time of the year mm. that cigars are really in the cigar business is really cranking. So since it's so much easier now, why not make it difficult and do two shows back to back? There we go. Because it isn't difficult enough. And right now, you are listening to The Cigar Authority, the only syndicated radio show in New England, the U.S., and yes, the world, that is always broadcast on location. And this week in Seabrook, New Hampshire, sunny Seabrook, and the only radio show that doesn't just allow smoking, we insist, we demand that you light up and smoke along with us. You can catch us on any of the seven syndicated radio stations that currently pick us up on the United Cigar Retailers radio network, or you can always tune in right at thecigarauthority.com, where you can watch us live or catch the podcast on demand at any time. Simply find us on iTunes where you can set it and forget it. And, of course, let's not forget about our good friends over at The Cigar Station. That's thecigarstation.com, replaying our show Twice on Sundays from 11 to 1 and 11 to 1. I'm putting down my hammer and sickle icon. I hate to do it. No. I got to put it down because we got to light another cigar up. That's why I didn't want to go with the Churchill because I feel like I'm wasting half of it. But um, 
we have a different cigar here. This is very different, Chuck. I'd be very interested to know what you think of this. Sam LaChia is a guy that was in the cigar business uh, some years ago. Um, he was the guy that went around from store to store for some years and years um, with the, the nub. nub. Oh, yeah. And uh, then introduced the cane. And he was working for Oliva. And um, an issue came about. I don't know exactly what happened. It was a lawsuit. And he had some uh, non-compete that he had to stay out of the business for three years. And those three years are up. So he had to, uh, he's, he's showing for the first time at the trade show that's going on right now. And he's showing uh, a Sam LaChia, which he doesn't have to, LaChia tobacco. Um, doesn't have to worry about trademarks or anything like that. That's his name. That's who right. he is. And uh, some people know him because he, he met a lot of consumers over the years and years. So I think it was actually a smart move. Uh, they know who he is. And uh, maybe they'll give it a try because they say, oh, I met this guy before. Um, one of the brands he came out with is Lachia White. And the other one, what would you have to come out with Lachia White? You would come out with Lachia Black. Black. So uh, this is the Lachia Black. Why I chose this is this cigar has a unique tobacco in it that you're going to see uh, copied a lot out there. Um, apparently, uh, it's been out there for, for hundreds of years and used mostly in pipe tobacco. It's called Kentucky Fire Cured Tobacco, KFC. Kentucky Fire Cured um, C. Kentucky Fire Cured. Right. KFC. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I know the folks from um, Drew Estates has a cigar. My usually weighs a ton, and one of their new cigars that's going to be showing at the show is their uh, Kentucky Fire Cured cigar. But this is Sam LaChia's, and we're smoking his first because, frankly, he came out with it before the other ones did. So we'll try his first. Can I borrow your cutter for a well, second? please do. Right of passage. Um, so uh, we'll light this cigar up, give it a cut. Now, the pre-light on this yep. is so interesting. It is the richest barbecue sauce. Mm. Yeah, taste very, it before, before you light it. Very rich. You can smell the foot. Oh, my. It's, it's unbelievable. Oh, wow. It, it makes you want to have barbecue. Now, I've smoked the cigar many times. I can't get enough of it. What I find the most interesting about it wow. is, as we said before, we like to uh, – you show me the lighter? Yeah. We can talk about the lighter while you're lighting yours. He's choking. So anyways, uh, <laughs> I guess I'm going to go right you to the lighter. You just can't do it. I point we're, at him. You kind of give him a head, heads up to do something, but then it goes right to a I question. Was, I was in the middle of talking. <laughs> I was already doing my story. Dave, he he's a puppy dog. Puppy I'm dog. a puppy dog. God, I'm not a goldfish. Can't. You can't just stir up the bowl on you me. You just can't do it. Jeez, Louise. So no, I'm, let me, he's I'm, trying to make not, not note of him. He takes the headphone off. He puts away. Now let me give all the attention to him and ask you a question. Can you, can you see what's going on? You're such a pro. I was filling. You're a pro. I was already filling. You being the control freak you are, you had to let me know to fill when I was filling. So anyways, I'm lighting my cigar with the Vertigo Cyclone Triple Jet hey. Lighter. and Good boy. Good boy. Th thank you. Was that so hard? Good boy. Jeez. Oh, man. <laughs> so, so as I was saying, you can, uh, you can turn anything that you're eating. I, and I'm choking on a pre-light. I didn't light the cigar yet, but I actually took a, a, a hard draw in. And it is smoky flavor and kind of dr dried my throat. It did. Okay. Yeah. Is it okay to go now? Yeah, please. <laughs> All right. Now you can go. Because later on you're going to say, geez, could you help me do a little filling? Because we really don't have a lot of stuff. And I'm filling, and you're interrupting. 
Not even filling. I'm telling the story about the cigar. I showed you. Keep going. He doesn't hand signals. He's not big on the hand signals. This is keep going. Pointing at the lighter is talk about the lighter. Communication, right? Dialects. Thank you. You got to speak my language. I was choking. I couldn't talk. I was already. Never mind. So, anyways, you could turn anything that you're eating into a smoked version of that thing by smoking the cigar. So, things you normally could not smoke, like lettuce, yeah, cucumbers. I guess you could smoke tomatoes, but you wouldn't be able to eat them raw and have them smoked. You'd have to cook them first. So, things that you normally cannot smoke because of how delicate they are, how it would change the flavor. Right. You can smoke by eating those things, like salad, for example, and have barbecued salad. Without the calories. You don't have to put barbecue sauce on it. You got your Lachia Black. Is that your... Uh... No, I haven't got to my flavor of the week yet. You, you just went off on like a barbecue flavor, smoke anything <laughs> you want. I, <sighs> I like the lighter, Dave. Yeah. This is the Vertigo. Now, did you light your cigar yet? No, I haven't. I've, I've been enjoying the pre-light. So you, you taste it on pre-light. You can taste that taste. Yeah. So now, as you light it, see, see what ends up happening. All right. <clears throat> Kentucky, KFC, Kentucky. Fire cured. Okay. So they, they cure it with heat, like they would smoke. Yes. Yeah, so I'm, I'm assuming that they put the, the tobacco in a smoker, and they smoke it with all kinds of exotic woods, apple wood or oak. I'm not sure. And why would apple wood be exotic? Well, because normally you'd use apple wood for growing apples in an apple tree. So you'd have to cut down your apple tree. To have apple wood. That would make it exotic. Well, why would you do that? You have perfectly good apple tree. You're going to cut down the tree to make firewood for one round of smoking something? George Washington cut down the cherry tree. That he did. And it turns out cherries are bad for you. And that's why he did it. But he didn't tell a lie. He did not tell a lie. I don't know where you're going with that at all. I don't know, but he was a politician. Of course he lied. He was the first politician. That was part of it. I think he was the politician before lying became popular. I think that became part of the culture in the uh, later years. He was years. such a liar that he even said, "I'm on, no, that was Abraham Lincoln. Honest Abe. Yeah. Honest cut, Abe. Cut down the cherry tree. No, that was George Washington. You had it right the first really? time. Really? Yeah. Honest Abe. So Honest Abe was honest saying he's Abe. honest, and, and George Washington wouldn't lie. These honest, guys were politicians. Oh, That's what they did. Honest Abe, absolutely. Honest Abe was such a fan of the theater that the last time he went, he lost his mind. Oh, God. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> wow. Wow. Too soon? Too soon? Too soon? <laughs> really? <laughs> oh, God. Um, yeah, we got nothing. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I have a question to ask you guys, a little trivia question that I heard on the uh, radio last week. And it's, I'm amazed that I can lit- remember something for a whole week, but I didn't get a chance to ask you on last week's show. Do you guys know how much the original writers of Superman made? Mm. The original writer and the original uh, comic drawer guy, the artist, how much they made on the first sale of Superman the series. A fortune. Stan, Stan, what was his name? Stan something. That Stan Lee? That is incorrect. Oh. Oh, that was Marvel. This is DC Comics. Yeah. DC Comics. Superman from way back, man. Superman, the 20s, 30s. I feel like it's a trick question where you would think it'd be a fortune, but it's probably nothing. The first sale was $138, and they split it. Wow. The very first sale. Jerry Siegel and Joe Schuster. There you go, Schuster. Were students in high school. You knew that? Yeah. Really? 
Jerry was uh, late, not, late, later got into ice cream. Yeah, he did. <laughs> and, and, and he's also got into stand-up comedy. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, Jerry was it's gold. Jerry, it's gold. A, a very picked-on young man as a kid, and uh, go, growing up in grade school, he started writing a comic series called The Super Hyphen Man, and it was he was a bad guy, a bald bad guy with a lot of the same superpowers as modern-day Superman, but he was actually evil and would go after people who picked on other people. Did so this get into print? That never never was printed. Okay. So the story goes, his dad was a... What's the guys that make the suits? Um, you go into... Not a tailor, there's a thing. Haberdashery. He was, he was owned a haberdashery. Yeah. So this guy goes into... I don't know. Is it haberdashery hats? Whatever it was, he owned that. And he also made, he also made suits. So... This guy comes in to get fitted for a suit. He gets fitted and walks out without paying. The dad runs out, dies of a heart attack right on the front steps of his own store. So now this kid who's been picked on his whole life loses his dad in high school, goes home the day after the funeral, and rewrites the entire series of Superman, the start, the finish, the whole bit, and gets with his, his buddy Joe Schuster, and he illustrates it. And they end up selling it to the guy at the time who owned Detectives Comics, which later became DC Comics, for $138. They would have paid him to publish it. And they were such accomplished uh, cartoonists and writers that they later worked for DC Comics. And approximately every 10 years, from then till recently, they would sue to try to get the rights back, realizing what a failure it was mm. to have sold it for such a small amount of money. So when the first Superman, did he, like, avenge his father's death of of the thief or anything like that? I didn't read that far. I you don't know. go all the way. You get, you get so <laughs> close. You, you're right there, and you almost How the hell the am I supposed to know what question you're going to ask? Well, because you brought it. You br- introduced the father into the equation. You'd, you'd expect a follow-up. The father was part of the equation. Yeah. Yes. So exactly. did did Superman avenge the death of his father? Superman's father was from Krypton. He was Right, his father was from Krypton. Uh Jarrell. Yeah. So the answer would be no. Yeah. Yeah, he had a haberdashery on Krypton. <laughs> his, his father made super suits. <laughs> his father oh, on Earth, that's right. Call. His father died of a heart good attack call, on Earth. Ed. Yes, but he was a farmer. He didn't have a haberdashery. That's the grew, missing link grew in really? all of this, by nice the way. Nice job, Eddie. <laughs> yeah, he knows this foolishness, too. <laughs> and why are you bringing this up? I heard it on the radio. <laughs> oh, all right. I heard Speaking it on the radio. <clears throat> you think anybody says they heard any of our foolishness on the radio and talk and about brings it up on their, their show? show? Probably not. Probably not. Uh, I got a list of uh, new cigars you're looking at at the trade show right now as we're speaking. Okay. E.P. Carrillo. Ernesto Perez Carrillo, uh, 7 by 70 Of course. Yep. Uh, in the inch line. Uh, A.J. Fernandez, a new cigar called Rakataka. R-A-C-A-T-A-C-A. Rakataka. Don't know anything about it. Nat Sherman expanding their timeless Nicar- into a Nicaraguan, just like Davidoff is doing in Nicaraguan. They're doing a timeless Nicaraguan. Again, a lot of copycat in this yeah, industry. You'll see that? this. This is what always happens. I don't <clears> understand <throat> if you if you have a thing. Why would you think it's now, dry? It's dry. The t- the cigar is dry on my throat. Do you find this? No, no. This is. I, I think I, you choked yourself up <clears throat> the first time inhaling too deeply on the prelate, which I've learned not to do. Okay, you got to go real gentle, real subtle with everything because you don't know what's my, in my there. My throat is dry. 
You want some Almost water? like they – no, I have water. Why don't you Almost, drink some out of your fishbowl? All right. Wow. <laughs> it's like <laughs> – Wow. You know, because they, they bake the tobacco or whatever, fire cured or whatever it is. Say you put a dry rub on on something and the dryness of the dry rub or something's happening here. It's very, hearing my voice? Yet the, <clears throat> the it's cigar, very smoky. I'm getting a – The cigar itself has been resting in the exact same 70% humidity that the icon was in. No, I don't mean the, the, the cigar is dry. The flavor is dry. Like a dry wine, right, would mm. be dry. Does a dry yeah, wine it's wet. make you choke? It's dry. I don't know. <laughs> it's dry. You don't find it at all? Not at all. I've had it before, and I feel the same way. Uh, it's a little dry. <clears throat> it's a little dry totally. tasting. What I Not think, dry. It's soft. I find it the opposite. I find that the draw is always a little tight on this, and... Because it, it feels like the tobacco's expanded on the inside because it's holding moisture better. We're smoking the Lachia Black, which is the Kentucky Fire Cured Cigar uh, from Sam Lachia. It's being introduced at the trade show. We already have it ourselves, but this is their big introduction at, at the trade show that's going on right now. That's where we are in Las Vegas. Um, Casa Fernandez uh, is planning their 35th anniversary limited edition box press reserve of Maduro at the show. The amazing thing is uh, Casa Fernandez has been in business for a short period of time. They're having their 35th anniversary. I don't know how this works. This guy, <laughs> it's the new math. This Fernandez guy was Telepizza is what he owned in, uh, in Central America. And that's where he made his fortune and he got into the cigar business. Not to, you know, maybe... I know time flies. Maybe 10 years ago, at the most, 35th anniversary. How do they do this? Hmm. How do they do it? I don't know. Um, and somebody's going to listen to this and tell me uh, at the trade show, oh, it's 35 years since he he's not an old man anyway. I don't know how, how it could be. Roma Craft, another um, a real micro brand that's out there, has um, their Cro-Magnon. We, you 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 were never with me. Uh, I met these guys at. Um, yeah, I think you brought the you brought those back. We smoked yeah, them on yeah. the show. Very very small production cigar, Mode Five. It's called. Um, they'll be showing that. Emilio has a cigar out there called Mia Dora that'll be introduced at the show. Tatuaje, um, their brown label, ten uh, year anniversary. Um, all of them are going to say ten year anniversary, but they have a special ten year anniversary that's going to be at the show. It's going to be a different blend of what it is, so we'll see that at the show. I found out about fire curing. I just Googled <clears throat> it real quick while you were talking, and they first wilt the tobacco in the sun, and then they put it in a smoker for several months, and they smoke it up and get it all happy in there. Yeah. And then they put it through a process known as sweating, which I believe happens with regular Everything, tobacco yeah. anyways, and then it's ready to go for use in a cigar. Okay. Uh, La Aurora is planning a box-pressed... Uh, Fernando Leon Guillermo Leon cigar. Fernando Leon and Guillermo Leon box press La Aurora. La Terre is showing off uh, Saragus animal crackers. You hear this one? I heard about it. Uh, the surrogate animal cracker. That's the name of the size. It's six by sixty. The six by sixty doesn't have a name. It needs a name like a robusto. You know, that everybody ends up using Animal Cracker, mm. really? No. Papa Frita, yeah, it, where are we going with this? It's, it is, well, Papa Frita's is a small cigar. That's not a 6x60. Papa Frita's French fries. It has nothing to do with a cigar. And this one is Animal Cracker. You're knocking down the brick not, wall behind it, you. It's not 
not only is it not appropriate to call a cigar animal cracker, it's the opposite of what cigars are. Cigars are manly. Men walk into the cigar shop and they go, my God, it smells good in here. You don't say to that guy, hey, I got some animal crackers. Would you like one? The answer would be no. He'd probably leave or punch you in the face. <laughs> animal crackers. Okay, remember Casa Cuba that's been coming out for the past two years? Casa Cuba by Arturo Fuente. It will be released at the trade show for sure. It's a brick and mortar only. You won't find it online. It's going to be there. Um, we actually sold the last Casa Cubas ever. Uh, because it was a, a company, uh, a local company that had the distribution rights to that, made by Fuente many years ago, called Brick Hanauer. And uh, we bought the very last that they ended up having before they went out of business. Cuenca, 50th anniversary. This Cuenca. answers a question that we had months ago. Right. Who could possibly be coming out with a cigar ah. that already <clears throat> trademarked yeah. Cuenca? Yeah. And that was it. Cuenca y Blanco, and they had to go with CYB. CYB. And this is the reason, this is the answer to that question. It's their fifth anniversary. I never heard of them for the past four years, but here's their fifth anniversary. Maybe they aged the cigar for five years. No. old. I don't know. It's one of those limited release. You have to find that information out. You're going to be touring it. Find out that information because it's very interesting that Cuanca y Blanco, all their packaging changed. All their bands, everything changed. Thousands and thousands (laughs) of dollars. Right. Because of this guy. Yep. Quanka. Uh, the cigar's probably not even that good. Winwood, Christian Aroa's uh, brand Winwood, has been redesigned as factory fresh Now, Winwood. this is the most interesting of all the, the, the cigars. I've, I've had a chance to smoke it. It is good right away, and then it goes through a process, as all cigars do, that it ends up going south for a little bit and then coming back. It's very, very interesting, the fresh rolled. Yeah, we'll see what, what, we, what we do with that, if possible. When, when a cigar's fresh, it's like fresh grapes is grape juice. It's not wine. Which grape juice is good right away. <clears throat> yeah, but then a couple weeks getting... later, it sits out there and it starts to go bad. And you're like, yeah, it's kind of bad. And yeah. then it goes into wine. And you're like, all right, it's the bomb again. It's actually better. So the problem is the in-between time. Right. It's going to happen. Uh, we mentioned My Uzi Weighs a Ton, uh, KFC. Kentucky Fire Cured, uh, new size of Undercrown Viva is coming out, new sizes of everybody's coming out. So uh, that's all I'm going to say about all that stuff. There's, uh, oh, another Swag Maduro is coming out. Swag nice. Maduro. There we go. Um, Can't wait to smoke that on the show. Gran Habano has an American Puro coming out. I want to mention that. Pure American-made cigar. Connecticut wrapper, Connecticut binder, Pennsylvania, and Connecticut... And Kentucky filler. Kentucky fire cured? Of course. There we go. Of course. Third one. Yeah. Third time's the charm. It's hot. Do you think that this is going to become a thing where fire cured tobacco ends up? You know what? I'm thinking now. This is interesting. Just based on what's going on with my Uzi weighs a ton because that's Drew Estates. And Drew Estates does infused cigars. Mm -hmm. And that is coming under huge fire by the FDA. All the flavored everything. So if it's fire cured, it's not really flavored. That's a process ah. for processing tobacco. This could be the future of flavored cigars. I wonder if because you're something here. It's a new process that they use for imparting flavor other than what's just in tobacco naturally. Very interesting. Now, you would think that, and that would make all the sense in the world, and here's where the monkey wrench gets thrown in here. So they see that coming, and this is the direction they're going in. You know what they did this week? They bought heavenly flavored cigars. Drew Estates bought the company 
heaven, wow. which makes flavored cigars, which throws that whole thing you're saying out the window. That's weird. I don't know if it throws it out the window, but it definitely it definitely gives you pause to think. My God, they're going in one direction. They went completely in the other direction. Well, about a flavored cigar if they company. Win, if they win the FDA, that's a huge win because there's a big following behind heaven. Well, that's, they're, they're, that's bet, they're bet, betting both sides. That's what it looks like. There we go. Uh, you can look for Padron 1926 four packs coming out. Um, and Flor Dominicana has that, a box press chisel coming out. You can't skip over the Padron thing because Davidoff comes out with the Nicaraguan. Obviously, yeah. looking in the direction of Nicaraguan cigars, who's their biggest competitor <clears throat> in that field? It's Padron, and now Padron fires back with little four-packs that look remarkably similar to Davidoff four-packs. I find that to be very interesting. And that's interesting, too. That's interesting, too. You are so predictable. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so do we have time for, uh, let's get into the social media segment? Let's do it, baby. All right. It's time for the social media segment brought to you by Recluse Cigars, the cigars that were built on social media. All Recluse Cigars go through an eight fermentation cycle over the course of two full years to guarantee you balance and flavor. Try a Recluse Cigar today. And this is when I look through the social media segment and see the best tweets I could find all week. So here they are. Tell a girl she's beautiful a million times and she never believes. Call her ugly once and she never forgets. So true. Yes. Ever notice that people who usually wear sweatpants hardly ever sweat? <laughs> That's an Italian joke right there. I drink one glass of red wine a day for my health. The rest of the bottle is because I like being drunk. There. Logging into Facebook has become the equivalent of opening the fridge door and staring inside even though you're not hungry. <laughs> and the best tweet I saw all week. I met a lady named Polly once. She didn't care for crackers nor my sense of humor. And that go. is the social media segment brought to you by Recluse Cigars, Rolled and Two Bar, the old Cuban way for an effortless and perfect draw. That's the social nice. media segment. Uh, and that is that. And we're done with that guy. And we're done with that guy. But uh, who we're not done with is our friend Old Fod Freddy. Is he ready? Is he on deck? Oh, you want Fod Freddy? All right. Here old we Fod Freddy. Here he comes in the aging room. It's time to step into the aging room. Sometimes, aging makes a great cigar even better, just like aging room cigars. They're made in small batches from rare and limited 100% Dominican tobaccos. And here in our aging room is Old Fart Freddy. Nowadays, you can get ketchup in almost any color of the rainbow when people put it on everything, including steak, eggs, and even on their mayonnaise. That's just gross. In my day, ketchup came in red only and was either drunk straight out of the bottle as a cure for your hangover, or it went on three things and three things only. French fries, double cheeseburgers, and hot dogs. That's it. End of story. Nowadays, folks are coming up with crazy forms of exercise, like the booty slide. You put these little booties over your shoes and slide side to side. That ain't exercise. It's a friggin' kid's game. In my day, a booty slide was a prison term, and I don't think you need Old Fat Freddy to explain it any further. That's it, man. Oh, no. Nowadays, women are being treated like equals in the workplace. If she works the melon stand, she's expected to wash the melons, sell the melons, and hump them from place to place. Oh, boy. In my day, melon humping was man's work. 
You will never catch Mrs. Fod Freddy humping her own melons. I do the melon hump in my house, and I suggest you do likewise. Be a man. We were ketchup drinking, booty sliding, melon humping men. Sometimes <laughs> aging makes a great cigar even better. Wait for it. Just like oh. aging room cigars. <laughs> Made in small batches from rare and limited 100% Dominican tobacco. Try aging room cigars from boutique blends. Some things are better aged, some are not. Hey, honey, the melon on the left is either misshapen or you need a new bra. Old Fod Freddy. Oh. He never lets he never lets, oh, lets me Freddy. down, does he? <laughs> <laughs> and here he is walking the line once again, old Fod Freddy. <laughs> See what you did there? Yeah. yeah. See what I did there? I took you one way and brought you the other? Yeah. Oh, old Fod Mr. Freddy. Mr. Saturday Night. Mr. Saturday Night. Do you know that movie at all? No. Mr. Saturday Night. Yeah. Oh. Took you one way, oh, brought yeah, you the yeah, other? Yeah. Remember? Yeah. Everything's about a movie line. Hey, let's go to break. Let's do it. <clears throat> okay, when we come back, news from the asylum and uh, lots more of cigar information, including a uh, presidential um, something delayed gratification from a president. <laughs> that's, that's that all I sounds got dirty. Yeah. <laughs> I like it. Gentleman Chuck Morrison joins us. News from the asylum and lots more. We're live from Two Guys Smoke Shop in Seabrook, New Hampshire, broadcasting a tape show while we're live in Las Vegas. That and more when we come back. You're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. Cigar smokers, how about if we go over a few cigar store sounds? Can you guess what this is? You think you got it? Okay, do you know what this is? Now for the cigar. What do you think of this cigar? I'm lighting up a Lagiana Havana cigar. The Lagiana Havana natural cigars are, oh yeah, so smooth. And oh yeah, the Maduro version is a bit beefed up. But oh yeah, they're delicious too. When asked what my favorite cigar is, I always say, it's La Giana Havana. Oh, yeah. In 1962, the U.S. signed the embargo, pronouncing all Cuban products illegal and un-American. For almost 50 years, the U.S. was without a comparable substitute. In 2011, the Cigar Agency releases Ortsak Bulletproof 1962, a Dominican handmade cigar designed to go head-to-head against Castro and his infamous cigars. Today, the Cigar Agency commissioned Hendrik Keltner's A-Team to bring you Ortsak Bulletproof. In the cigar world, the forbidden fruit is Castro's Cuban cigars. The fact is, the moment you light your first Cuban cigar is the moment you've been had. If you're looking for a cigar that delivers construction, draw, and price, maybe this time you should try an Ortsak Bulletproof. With the introduction of Ortsak, everything Castro is now backwards. Ortsak is Castro spelled backwards. Ortsak is what you expect a good Cuban cigar to taste like, only better. It is the cigar of the year. The new Ortsak Bulletproof 1962. Reigniting passion in the world of premium cigars and redefining who we are as cigar smokers and Americans. Castro hates Ortsak, but you will love them. Losers Anonymous Hotline, how can I help you? Hi, this is Jonathan. Jonathan, this is Losers Anonymous. Please don't give out your full name. It's anonymous. 
What seems to be the problem? I just can't stop buying trashy cigars on the internet. I keep getting these offers for this crap, and I just can't stop buying it. My humidor is filled with this junk, and I can't even smoke it. That's insane. Why do you keep doing the same thing over and over and expect something different? It's the pictures. They look so good, but the cigars are always terrible. I guess they are seconds for a reason, huh? I guess so, Jonathan, but just stop the insanity. I can't. I just can't pass up a deal. It's no deal if the cigars are bad, is it? You're right, but... But nothing. You may not be a loser, Jonathan. You might just be stupid, but I have an option for you. It's cartel. Hey, I might be a loser. I may even be stupid, but I'm a law-abiding, cigar-smoking citizen. I'm not getting into anything that's illegal. No, cartel isn't Cuban or anything illegal in any way. Cartel is an affordable cigar brand. It's something that competes with those closeout brands, but it's no closeout. It's a very affordable brand, Jonathan, out of Colombia, and it's a great everyday cigar for very little money. Don't be stupid. Smoke cartel. Cartel cigars are handmade cigars out of Colombia for a little over a buck a stick. Don't be stupid. Don't be Jonathan. Smoke cartel. Hey, Jack, I finally found a cigar magazine that I like. Really? What's it called? Cigar Journal. What's so great about Cigar Journal? Is it really different from the other magazines? It is. Cigar Journal is all about cigars. None of the nonsense you see in other magazines. Really? Yeah, it has stories, reviews, and the latest news about premium cigars. Is it a little newsletter? No, I think you'll be very impressed. Cigar Journal has beautiful images, a thick cover, and is strictly for the cigar enthusiasts. They cover cigars in the U.S. and around the world and is printed right here in the USA. That sounds interesting. Where can I buy it? Cigar Journal is available at local cigar retailers and on the web at www.cigarjournal.co. That's cigarjournal.co. I'll sign up today. He reads the dictionary just for fun. He finds the minutiae of tax preparation enthralling. Years ago, at an open mic night... He was paid just to leave. He is the only man to win a staring contest with the Statue of Liberty. He is so uninteresting to women, he was forced to open a cigar shop to sell to men. He's not even a legend in his own mind. He finds himself boring. His family barely pays attention to him, and his mother refers to him as, Hey you, he is. David Garofalo, the least interesting man in the cigar world. Not since Zeno Davidoff has a cigar retailer had a brand named after him. The man himself may be a bore, but the cigar isn't. Garofalo is a premium handmade luxury cigar using U.S. shade wrapper and a blend of Nicaraguan fillers and binder. Complex and very interesting. Garofalo may be the most interesting cigar in the world. It once won a longest ash contest without even being lit. You don't light a Garofalo, it lights you. Its flavor expands on your palate faster than the universe. It has been said that this cigar would be phenomenal as a Maduro, except it's perfect as it is. I always smoke cigars, and when I do, I prefer Garofalo. Keep smoking Garofalo, my friends. We're here asking people from all around the world what they think about Equilibrium Cigars. Let's hear from cigar smokers on the golf course in Myrtle Beach, South Carolina, what they think of the new Equilibrium Cigars. Mm -hmm. How about outside this biker bar in Sturgis, South Dakota, what they think of the new, well-balanced Equilibrium Cigars. Mm -hmm. 
Next, let's see what race car drivers in Indianapolis, Indiana, think of the new, well-balanced and medium-bodied taste of Equilibrium brand cigars. Mm-hmm. Now, how about this mime troupe from New York City, New York? How about what a famous cigar-smoking movie star thinks of the new medium-bodied, tasty, and well-balanced Equilibrium cigars? Smoke it once, and you'll be back. Mmm. How about this monster over here? What does he think of the new medium-bodied, tasty, and well-balanced Equilibrium cigars? Mmm. You're incorrigible. Equilibrium cigars, a new, well-balanced, medium-bodied cigar that everyone can enjoy. Got rid of the Johnny Cash, huh? There we go. That used to be the bumper you came back with Johnny Cash on. Delayed nice. gratification from a president. We'll talk about that, and we have some upcoming events. And gentlemen, Chuck Morrison and news from the asylum. And we are live from Two Guys Smoke Shop in Seabrook. But uh, this is a tape show. Right now, we're at the IPCPR International Premium Cigar and Pipe Retailers Show in Las Vegas. Uh, this is the big show where all the new cigars are. So technically, this is Saturday. Uh, in real life, like... It really is Saturday. It yep. really is Saturday, even though it is Saturday a week prior. Yes. We're yep. at the show. It's Saturday. We have a DeLorean. Nothing has happened yet. Everything... This is like the pre-show. Yes. We're pre-gaming. Yep. Yeah. People but, still jamming cigars down your throat? They are. They're, they're saying to you, try it. They you have warned them. me not to wear anything with the two guys insignia on yes, it. Yes. They will be chasing you around. Oh. Again, you're a big buyer. And we pay our bills. So, so I'll just you, flip the you, lanyard around all the time and sneak up on people? Yeah, the good news is they're not going to know you, which is really good. Um, but when they get to know you, no place is safe. Elevators, walk into your room, no place is safe. I have no problem being completely naked in elevators. I got, I, got a major, I got a major problem with that. Although <laughs> what stays in Las Vegas stays in Las Vegas. Yeah, what so. happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. Really? So as long as the show's there, I'm safe. All right. <laughs> All right. Uh, so um, delayed gratification. Uh, former President Grant. Is this something sexual? Because we just did the Freddy thing, and you're going to get us tossed off the air. Well, it was the teaser to keep people on, and it has nothing to do with sexual thing at all. Because right. ner- I was nervous myself. But it gets people to listen and think because sex supposedly sells, or people hang on to hear something sexual. This is a radio show about cigars. How and men. I- and and men. They want sexual. Really? Well, you've got to have the balance. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, the, it is delayed gratification. Okay. okay, so former President Grant. Remember President Grant? He was the big one. He was oh, the fattest yeah. president we ever had. I remember him okay. very well. Uh, Old farm, Mr. Jonathan. Yes, he was invited to speak at a graduation ceremony, and per, per, per tradition, he was given an honorary degree. You know how they do that? They yeah. make him, uh, even though he maybe didn't go to that school, he gets an honorary degree. I really understood that, but yeah. yeah. Um, Some people paid good money. Yeah. To get the degree. They pay him to give him a degree. Really? Um, at the end, though, President Grant um, gives the dean of the college, who happened to be an old war buddy of his, a cigar in return as a token ah. of his appreciation. Cigars were big in those days. Even politicians were gave away a cigar because they were men and they liked to give like cigars. <laughs> now they yeah. Now they make believe like they don't smoke cigars and uh it's bad and all that baloney. But in those days they were men and they were okay with it. Uh, a few weeks later after Grant um gave that cigar to the Dean, he wires again there's no phones at the time, 
So it must have been 1982, Chuck. There you go. (laughs) (laughs) He gives Grant, Grant wires his friend and asks him if he liked the cigar. And the dean replies. Like a text. text. Yeah, just like a text, but (laughs) it took three days, you know. (laughs) He asked, um, he asked his um, war buddy there, the dean of the college, if he liked the cigar. And the dean replies that he will keep it and treasure it unsmoked forever. Wow. So the cigar was passed down from the dean, generations to generations, never got smoked. Many, many decades later, about 1985, they're figuring, a house guest of the deceased um, president um, was staying there and saw the cigar and, unfamiliar with with its significance, lights the cigar up. It performs normally for a moment and then explodes. Grant's practical joke of an of exploding cigar to the dean doesn't come out, doesn't play out until a hundred years after. Wow. Wow. That's a long time to wait for a payoff. Right, yeah. And whatever happened to those exploding cigars? They I'm but I'm thinking that they're illegal. That would possibly be considered an act of terrorism. It in only blew out the end of it. It was only a little cap type. Yeah, it was of like thing. a practical joke thing. Yeah. Probably was a firecracker inside the cigar. Some sort of explosive. Mini one. Mini small little thing that just blows up the thing. I, I was, think we make a comeback to those things. Yeah. I, was at a, I was at a party for 4th of July on 4th of July where the joke was wait until some unsuspecting soul went into the porta party and then either light off fireworks in front of the porta party or Under it. drop them down no, the no. evacuation <laughs> hole. And create some sort of explosion in the porta potty, oh. which one of them was uh, not an M80. It was a little, a little smaller than that, and went down and created such a ruckus explosion. The person had to change their clothes afterward, and oh. it rendered the porta potty virtually useless. No imagine. one wanted to go in after that. So the joke was on the owner of the home who played the practical joke. Now <laughs> everyone had to go in and use his bathroom. Was he sober? <laughs> no. Okay. And how about the porty potty rental type guy? Yeah, exactly. Uh, I would imagine that there was some power washing involved after that, which, again, on the homeowner. But So throwing a party is not really throwing a party. It's it's it's. Adult babysitting is really what you have to think of it as. We were shed partying, yeah. porta potty, porta potty exploding. <laughs> so, uh, Chuck Morrison, uh, during all these things, you can be a gentleman about blowing things up. You can. You, you can. can. Yeah. Maybe you have something on that degree, or somewhere you can take us to be more of a gentleman. And now it's time for the gentleman way. The way to be more of a gentleman. The way to be more debonair. Here he is, Mr. Chuck Morrison. You need a gentleman. Gentleman, I'm a gentleman. You need a gentleman? <laughs> you wouldn't want to call me gentleman. Ladies, fasten your seatbelts, switch on your electronic devices, and pump up the volume. You need a gentleman? This is the gentleman's way, and it's brought to you by Debonair Cigars and Rum. Debonair Cigars provide its clients with suspension of reality. Time spent smoking a debonair could never be subtracted from one's life. And Dave, I'll tell you, man, it's uncanny how well played your your segues into the gentleman's way, but it's brought to you by debonair, are just played out. You know, we're talking here about blowing up porta potties. Here we go. It's a mistake. Today's gentleman's way is all about acknowledging mistakes, owning up to them, and falling on your own sword as a true gentleman should. 
When you make a mistake, that is the time to not only acknowledge it, but also to correct it. In the wise words of Napoleon Hill, author of the timeless classic, Think and Grow Rich, he was famous for talking about problems equaling opportunities. He says, and I'm going to paraphrase here, that within every problem, within every heartache, within every failure, is an equal, if not greater, seed of opportunity. When you make a mistake, and we all make mistakes, the time is not to pass it off or try to ignore it or not take responsibility for it. A true gentleman acknowledges the mistake in the moment and not only seeks to rectify it, but looks for the opportunity within that mistake, within that problem, if you will. It's a matter of not only falling on the sword, but taking responsibility as a leader, as a gentleman, and turning the situation into a positive that benefits everyone involved. We can cite many examples of this. I experience it a lot here on the Cigar Authority, having technical issues. My point is, is when you make a mistake, when you learn from the mistake, you'll never make it again. A A classic example is here playing some elements on a recorded show. Last week, I was responsible for playing a lot of the spots and music and things, different elements that we have produced here inside the Cigar Authority, playing from my iPhone, which has a feature that automatically puts the phone on an auto-lock feature within a few minutes. Made a mistake, was unable to play some audio, I learned from it, acknowledged it right on the spot, we will never encounter that issue again. Amen. It's a matter of, yes, we're going to make mistakes, but when you learn from it, when you acknowledge it in the moment and correct it in the moment, you turn it into an opportunity to learn from, to grow from, to transform from, you will never make that mistake again. You, my friend, will be an all-time gentleman. Gentleman's Way brought to you by Debonair Cigars and Rum. Are you debonair enough, baby? Yeah. Yeah, I am. Yeah? Thanks for asking. All right. You don't have a problem. When you make mistakes, you say, I made a mistake. Yeah. That's one thing. <laughs> that is one thing I don't have a problem doing. I don't, I, I do have to, the problem that I do have about mistakes is the initial proving that it in fact was a mistake. Once it's been proven that it was a mistake or what I did or said was wrong, yeah. then I have no issue falling on the sword. But I, it, there is a vetting process getting me to admit initially that it was a problem. And I'm due. It's, it's, it's already July. I haven't made the mistake yet, but, <laughs> but, but it's due to come up very soon. Usually I, I get one out by uh, October, you have the a, latest. You have something I like to call deferment going on. <laughs> so well, any, think- any idea that's a great idea becomes your idea, and anything that failed becomes someone else's failure, and then you just defer it. Problems get greater and larger the longer that you prolong them or ignore them. That is true. That is very true. Now, Chuck, you do this this gentleman's way for us, but really, in your real life, you are a sort of debonair coach, for lack of better phrasing. Sure, you, yeah, sure. you coach people on how to be better in their life and how to, as you put it, make mountains move. There you go. How is uh, how is making mountains move doing right yeah. now? Thanks Any- for asking, man. No, it's it's great, and I and I and I really do feel honored to be be kind of the voice behind Debonair. Uh, well, the it's per- way. it really is the perfect role for you. This is what you do in real yeah, life. Yeah, well, it's it's just about helping people live life on their terms, live life at a, at a larger level, whatever that means for you. You know, my story is I was a guy kind of stuck in corporate America, stuck inside that rat race, realizing I was living below my full potential. You know, and I think there's a lot of people that can relate to that. Maybe they feel like they have these gifts and talents that are going unutilized, un- untapped, if you will, and they have this inner calling just to kind of step up their own game, live life at a larger level, whatever that means for that person, for that individual. And I just kind of edify that in my own life by just trying to be the best person that I can be um, and have created the business around that. So, you know, I, I work with individuals and entrepreneurs and companies to help, you know, raise up their own game, raise up their own standards, just again, to create larger levels of results. Ultimately coming, it comes down to being 
the best version of yourself. That's really what it ultimately stems down to. What do you find to be the biggest holdup for people as they're ready to make the change? What is the number one problem people say Fear. to you? Fear. Chuck, I'm having this problem, and, it, and it's something that I'm sure crosses over many generations, many cultures. There's got to be one yeah. thing that you could say to our listeners now that you, to be able to just let them get it off their chest. Yeah. What is the number one problem in America that you see holding people back from making the jump? I think it's people aren't afraid of their, of their weaknesses or their lacks or their limitations or their inabilities. People are afraid of their greatness. It's about taking a chance on themselves, oftentimes doubting that they can even achieve greatness and realizing that all it takes is one decision, one individual that can literally lead thousands, that can literally transform not only their own lives but help transform others. It really comes down to acknowledging that, yes, you have greatness within you. Every single person has greatness within them. Unfortunately, most people, they settle. They, they just settle for com- complacency, for mediocrity. And if you look at the average American out there, you know, 80% of the, me- the people here in the United States, at least eight out of 10 people hate their jobs and they do nothing about it. It's not, I'm not just picking on jobs here. I mean, employees are great. They're necessary. And good employees are so rare. Puppy dog, they should be acknowledged, however so, you know, sure. whatever their uh, level of motivation is. But for others, again, 8 out of 10 people, if, if you have a, a, an inner urge, an inner calling to be doing something, if you have a passion for something, Dave Garofalo and yourself, Mr. Jonathan, you guys have a deep passion for cigars. And look how large you live life. I mean, you have a radio show, you have a successful uh, brick-and-mortar business, an online business. It's not by accident. You're an advocate here in the state of New Hampshire with you know tax laws and working with representatives to stand up for the industry and, and, and you know, Say that. Listen, this is not like cigarettes. You know, this is this is a unique um, industry. It's a unique product. Uh, it, it's something to be savored and and, and really, you know. R- appreciated you know this is handmade stuff right here but ultimately it comes down to your passion and when you live life authentically like that what dave you know this more better than anyone when you love what you do it doesn't it's not work it, it's absolutely not work but here's the thing dave you probably work i don't know 90 hours a week yeah. technically but it's not those aren't 90 hours of work those are 90 hours of fun doing I, what you absolutely love i gotta beat by two hours <laughs> of course you know <laughs> But, you know, as an entrepreneur myself, I mean, it's a seven-day work week, if you will, but really it's a seven-day weekend. You know, I just – I love what I do, and I think if more people were able to, you know, do what they love, whatever that passion is, I don't care if it's gardening, I don't care if it's fishing or shooting or cigars or personal development, whatever that, that passion is, my advice to you is to, is to get clear on it and just take action, you know, just – Today's- Do you have to uproot your entire life, or can you put together a plan and keep your day job and work this passion as a uh, a second job, if you will, maybe that doesn't pay right away? I know DJing yeah. did not pay well for the first five or six years. It was so spotty to build up that reputation. It, it, it really shouldn't be about money. No. That should not no. drive you. If, if you end up doing that, that's when you end up that's- taking a job that you end up not liking because you took the job for the payoff, which is the money, yeah. when the payoff should be happiness and fulfillment. And Happiness and fulfillment doesn't pay the bills all the time, and you do end up living in your car if you just take a flying leap and you, I'm going to start a DJ business. I have no gigs. That's not a business. It's, it's so, being a value. You want to be a value, first and foremost, whatever that level of value is. Listen, entertainment is a form of value, right? Take the gardener, for example. I work with a lot of people that have passions like gardening, for example, thinking that I can't monetize that. And like Dave says, you don't focus on the business. You focus on being of service, of value, providing tips, if you will. You know, you know something as a gardener, just using that as an example, maybe it's carpentry, about doing things in a specific way, in a certain way that kind of exemplifies your uniqueness, your creativity, your talents, where, you know, sure, 
for that. If you can make great walking sticks, for example, or you know how to plant the perfect tomato plant and you know have those tomatoes come out perfectly, then, then, then share that. And when you do that, when you provide that level of value, people will just bend over backwards to work with you. Absolutely. Absolutely. Anything less would be insane. <laughs> yes. You laugh every time I find them. <laughs> Anything less would be insane. It's so about do... subtlety, I think. No, but... he's the master of segues. <laughs> that is the segue. They're coming to take me away. <laughs> <laughs> me away I do enjoy you. <laughs> I thoroughly enjoy hey, you. Four hours, man. <laughs> We're wrapping up four hours, and it's time for uh, news from the asylum. For Asylum Cigars. It's time for news from the Insane Asylum. Odd and sometimes historic news and stories, too insane to be true, but they are. Brought to you by Asylum Cigars. Take no prisoners. Truly flavorful, medium-bodied cigars with sizes ranging from 4x44 to the absolutely insane 6x80. That's right. That's Asylum. Terry Fox was a Canadian athlete, humanitarian, and cancer research activist. In 1980, with one leg having been amputated, he embarked on a cross-Canada run to raise money and awareness for cancer research. Fox hoped to raise $1 for each of Canada's 24 million people. He ran the equivalent of a full marathon every single day for a solid month. Although his journey started with very little fanfare, Fox had become a national star by the time he reached Ontario. He was forced to end his run outside of Thunder Bay, where the cancer that took his leg finally spread to his lungs. His hopes of overcoming the disease and completing his marathon ended when he died nine months later. Considered a national hero, he has many buildings, roads, and parks named in his honor across the country of Canada. Thank you, Canada. Thank you, Terry Fox. Thank you, Rudy. That's insane. That's Asylum. Brought to you by Asylum Cigars. Take no prisoners. Truly flavorful, medium-bodied cigars with sizes ranging from 4x44 to the insane 6x80. That's insane. That's Asylum. They're coming to take me away. Rudy represents the country of Canada. And he does well. He's a credit to his country. Do they have a president there? I think it's the Queen. Queen of England is the Queen of Canada. Prime Minister, I think. Prime Minister? (laughs) Thank you, God. Thank you, Rudy. (laughs) Oh, my God. So, Chuck, how do people... um, Hire you. Oh, there you go. Uh, two ways, Dave. Let's can monetize check. Yeah, this let's segment. monetize it. You can go yeah. to makingmountainsmove.com and uh, working with a lot of entrepreneurs right now to start their own online business. I believe in today's, you know, today's world, man. Number one, if you're marketing the way you did back in 2007, 2008 online, you're a dinosaur. The, the game's just changed so much with advents like social media and blogs and things like that. So um, I've been able to have a successful online business, really learning a lot of online marketing. If they wanted to start their own online business, it's MassivePassiveLiving.com. Specifically about monetizing, building up your, your own. That's your website as well. That's my website as well. You have two websites. Two websites. Making I'm Mountains Move is kind of the personal development coaching aspect. If you want to, if you have a business or you want to start a business or you have a, a message to get out there, uh, massivepassiveliving.com will help you get that out there, provide you with your own website, your own blog, marketing uh, training behind it. It's awesome. Check it out. Thank you, Dave, for the opportunity. There we go. Massive, you have two, massive passive Chuck has two websites. I only have one. I feel like a loser. 
You probably are. I am. Maybe you hire him. And I'll yeah. tell you, and I know people that say, I know what's going on, and I don't need to hire somebody. What better investment would you have than investing in yourself totally. to make I yourself I agree with better? that. And what it be- is difficult. It's so difficult to find good people. And we're fortunate to have Chuck. But if I just met Chuck, I wouldn't know by talking to him initially if he's a rock star or not a rock star because non-rock stars present as rock stars Every single day, mm. and they take your money, if and they, they if don't they present, deliver. Who spends more money on personal development and business thing yeah. than me? Yeah. That I, I hire people. You get taken a lot. I, I hire people that do underperform of what I expected from them and don't rehire them again. And then there's people that perform, and then I rehire them again, but always trying to make myself better, investing in myself. Yeah. What's wrong with that? Uh, That's the right way to go. I don't disagree with you, but I see you waste your money sometimes hiring these jack whistles, and I just I have a hard time with it myself. I learn stuff when I do it. Even the, if they underperform, I've learned something. I've learned that something. In, from, that there's another dork no, that I, underperformed? Well, some people, listen, and, and they, they're, maybe they're good for somebody else, and it wasn't good for, for this in particular, um, that, that their ideas didn't. Or I'm... I thought their ideas were lousy, and I didn't do it, and maybe they would have been good. But whatever. I, I invest in myself all the time. Yeah, I invest too. in my business all the time. <laughs> all right. I see what he's doing. Yeah. I like it. He's helping me out here. There yeah, Chuck go. doesn't have a stopwatch on his thing because he's using his phone for yeah, his bumpers. he knows it. Well, <clears throat> that's it. A, uh, speaking of your cell phone, text cigars yes. to... Nine six three six two, and this will help get you in because we are going to run a promotion right now with the IPCPR. Things are a little crazy, so we we weren't able to get something off on the second show. In a maybe row. we'll get a little pack of cigars of of things that are unreleased yeah. that didn't come out that we got samples of, and we make a little pack. That would be great. And we do that. We'll we'll have it on next week's show. We'll tell you what it is. But in the meantime, if you text the word cigars to nine six. Three six two, you get in the bank, in the texting bank of the Cigar Authority, and then at that point, we're able to um, do this shuffle thing that happens and pick a winner like we did last week, right? And gave away a uh, brick of Black Bomb Firecracker cigars uh, to the lucky winner uh, that had there. And uh, what we're going to do with it in the future, who knows? But we're learning about this text thing, and we turn it into something, and maybe uh, get more listeners or whatever we're trying to accomplish. That'd be great. Um, we did it, guys. We did it. Two shows in a row. My God. <laughs> have we ever done three shows in a row? I feel like we have. I was thinking about that prior to uh, coming No, today. we have not. Are you sure? We need to do three in a row. No, we don't. No. No. We need to step it up. But we do need to put one in the bank. We should have backup. one in the bank. Yeah. We should have a backup, rain delay, so something goes wrong. we leave out the date and just add it in after. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, uh, we're going to do it all again next week, the week after. But next week's show is this week. Next week, we will have a new show on. Uh, we will be live, and we will have the scoop of the biggest cigar trade show of all time, the IPCPR trade show, where more people have ever come than ever before. More brands will be launched. More information will be given. Uh, we'll have all that information and more next week on the show. So, anyway, for uh, nobody in the studio, we did it ourselves. I am the studio, You baby. are the studio. Chuck Morrison, Making Mountains Move. Mr. Jonathan, I'm David Garofalo. Thank you again for listening. Thank you, Rudy, for hanging on to uh, this whole thing. And uh, thank you, everybody else. You've been listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. And when you're smoking your Sam Lucia Black with the KFC tobacco inside, do yourself and everyone around you a favor. Keep the lid end out of your mouth. 
just doesn't belong there. <laughs> Bye, everybody. Hi, Chuck Morrison here for Desperado Cigars. You know, the economy is down. You hear it all the time. But what can you do about it? Well, not much if you ask me. But you can save a little scratch on your cigars if you're that desperate. Now, I'm no desperate man, but I can still enjoy a Desperado cigar. In this economy, you can still find a cigar that you can cut, light, and enjoy without breaking the bank. Desperado cigars are imported from the fine Dominican Republic and priced for just about a dollar a smoke. Shoot, you can't beat that with a stick. They'll keep the bugs away and your old lady, too. Desperado cigars. They taste fine and smoke well. Desperado cigars. Lowest priced national brand in the land. I'm Chuck Morrison for Desperado Cigars. Don't forget to turn off the lights. We're trying to save some money around here. You hear? I want to tell you about a fellow named Dave and the fact I have been buying my cigars from him since 1985 when they first opened up. Two Guys Smoke Shop. Now, Two Guys Smoke Shop have three convenient locations right over the Massachusetts border in tax-free New Hampshire. Now, here's something I bet you didn't know. Two Guys Smoke Shop is America's largest cigar shop and has the largest inventory of cigars anywhere. Wait till you see this place. You're not going to believe it, all right? Now, if you like cigars, you can't find a better place to buy them than at Two Guys Smoke Shop. They're in Salem, New Hampshire, Seabrook, New Hampshire, and their new location in tax-free Nashua, New Hampshire. It is worth the ride. You can call 888-2-CIGAR-2. That's 888-2-CIGAR-2 or on the web at twoguyssmokeshop.com. The best place to buy cigars anywhere is Two Guys Smoke Shop. It's Stogie Heaven. With a million choices. 